This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Sorry about that. My producer was talking to me about other things. Welcome to the show, live here on a Monday. Uh, we'll be joined today by comedian Aaron Caskell. Caskell. Well, is there an R in that? No, there isn't, but there should be. Right, so you're having a go at me for I reading am. what you've written. Caskell. Caskell, it remains. Also on the show today at 3.15, I'll be speaking to Alan Godfrey, who... Wait till you hear this. <laughs> Alan Godfrey, ex-policeman who was abducted by aliens 37 years ago. His book, Who or What Were They, is about his experience. Brackets on the phone. So Alan's at 3.15, then at 3.16 we'll be having my live resignation. You'll be hearing (laughs) live on the airways my resignation, which I predict will be me screaming something along, along the lines of, I cannot talk to these people anymore. The show's much better behind the scenes today. Say what you said again. I said, I said, you said he's nice. We're on air. Oh, well, my mic is in, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said uh, that... No, no, I'm not on air. You said about Alan. You said yes. that Alan is nice. Yes. I'll just turn my mic on. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I said he's nice, and um, I've had some thoughts about aliens. <laughs> but you, you don't know him. Oh, well, I don't believe him. Just hang on, hang on. I mean, I've got contentions about the actual introduction. Uh, Welcome to the show, by the way. About the actual introduction of him. So, Alan Godfrey, Mm ex-policeman who was abducted by aliens 37 years ago. So, you're saying who may have been abducted. Who claims to have been abducted, is what we should be saying. He says he was. Well, that's okay, but who claims he was abducted by aliens 37 years ago. Um, his book, Who or What Were They, is about his experience. Yep. Brackets on the phone. Yeah, it's on the phone. No brackets. <laughs> Did you not think he was trustworthy enough to... Um... No, he lives in Yorkshire or somewhere. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He called me on Friday. <clears throat> um, how do you think I'm going to I'm going to respond to Alan? You're going to go, oh, that's a nice story, Alan. Thanks. Bye. Do you not think I'm going to contest his version I of events? I think you can. Of course, you, of course I think you'll contest it. But, but is that not unfair on him? It's very noisy outside Well, today. he's allowed to... Yeah, he's a bit... I'll be digging builders. up an entire road. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh... He has his thoughts about what happened mm. when he was abducted for 25, 25 minutes. A lot of it is only 25, 25 minutes, minutes, yeah. Okay. He had an itchy foot afterwards, and his oh. shoe was split. Oh. Um, do you... Is there any... Seriously now? Yes. Is there any element of you that is concerned that you are exploiting the mentally unwell? No, no. Because a lot of people say they've been kidnapped by aliens. Mm, mm. For, but 37 years ago now... Yeah, but I presume if, if it happens to me, nothing but talk about this for well, thirty-seven would. years. I mean, what's going to top that? There's no better party trick than that. If you've been kidnapped by aliens, what? I'm glad you used the word trick. Ah. It's I, I don't know. I, I just worry about sort of uh, 
exploiting people who I, I, I don't well I'll listen to what well, he has to say listen to what he's got to say I've got, yeah. I've got the facts here in front of me you, what, and what are the facts he was checking some cattle I'm in a bit of a shitty mood because we lost that award by the way didn't oh yeah the Ockers yeah didn't Ockhams Ockhams didn't win that one well you should have won the Ocker Barry seemed very happy that we didn't win Why? I actually went to the award ceremony with him why did you not win <laughs> Because that's what I would have They asked. didn't say that. They didn't read out the nominees and then the, then the winner and say, but before the winner comes up, can we just tell you why the <laughs> other ones didn't win? It will be better, though, because you know. Um, no, but the lady that runs it, that's the editor of the Skeptic magazine, this lady called Deborah Hyde, mm. actually came and found me afterwards and said that it was really close and said that it was sort of... Um, it was a, a really tight thing and all that. I mean, stuff that you would say, but yeah. she did go out of her way to come and talk to me. Well, congratulations then. Well, no, but I really, really wanted to win that one. What would it have been? I didn't want... I, didn't want, I really, really wanted Barry to win that. But was it? what was the award like? It was like a razor blade. It was really, they were really nice, genuinely. <laughs> it? It's oh. Occam's razor. Do you know what Occam's razor no. is? Occam's razor is a, 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 a way of thinking within science, which is that if something's ridiculous this is it, it in a nutshell there's more to it than this but if something's ridiculous if a ridiculous claim is made for example somebody saying that they were abducted by aliens 37 years ago right mm-hmm. um, he's been oh, on BBC Breakfast this guy so uh, it has to be true no, of course he has no big people exploiting him all over the place okay. we have to join in well. um, uh, it's that the most likely explanation yeah. is going to be the explanation where did he go for 25 minutes it doesn't well, it doesn't, well there are out. a million other more likely things than an alien spaceship took him up there and fucked about with his shoe. It was a fuzzy oval. <laughs> right. That's what it was. Even that. Even that. There's no clarity in that statement, is there? <laughs> so, so even that. So even, right, mm. listen, yeah. I, I dreamt that is more likely okay. than that it happened. So okay. by Occam's razor, I dreamt that is already a more likely thing that happened, that he dreamt that that happened. Well, that's something to ask him, isn't it? Do you have a lot of vivid dreams? Do I? Or him, Alan. Oh, him, right, I or see. Or you, anyone. Just, you well, ag- some... again, it's not, you know, he'll have been asked all these questions a million times, right? He'll have his patter down, you know, just right, I would imagine. But I don't want to make him cry. I don't want to... I'm not going to make him cry. I've been doing it all If the aliens now. didn't, then I don't think you're going to. <laughs> right, OK. Well, we, we shall see. But that's yeah, what that's oh. what Occam's razor is. Oh, OK. But, I mean, so you, so it was if you Google it, you'll get a better idea of it. Hmm. Have you ever dreamt that you're an animal? No. See, that's um, what I'm thinking. It's a vivid dream. Like we could, there's something like that. You might go, oh, I turned into a. Okay, but if fox. you but if you came into the studio right today and said mm. to me, I was a fox yesterday, <laughs> right? And I went, oh, you've been being all sexy. And you go, no, no, I was I was actually a fox <laughs> running around the city, sniffing in the rubbish and all that sort of thing, and it really happened. What? I would say, what what what, what do you mean? What what was the transformation like? I can't. I don't, I don't remember that at all. Well, what did you do afterwards? I can't remember that at all. What can you remember? All I can remember is I was definitely a fox. Yep. I looked down and there was a fox's body there. I was sniffing around everywhere. Mm-hmm. I nearly got run over three times. If, yep. you, if you said that to me, I would say, you weren't a fox yesterday, Nat. You, you, you must have dreamt it. And you'd have gone, no, no, no. It was I, honestly clear as anything. I was definitely a fox. Mm-hmm. Um, I but think would you have been a fox that day? I think that I don't know if it's <coughs> happened before that people have turned into animals or animals into humans, but, but more people have said they've been kidnapped What's by aliens. What's it called that? What's it called that's that? It's got a word, that. Animal transformation. Well, it's not that. I don't know. There is a word animals. for it. Go on. But I think there's more people that have been kidnapped, or say they've been taken, well, not kidnapped. I don't know if they were kidnapped or not. They could have gone voluntarily. But aliens then turned into a, a badger. Um, I think today... I should be your sidekick. No, no, no. I think today. No, no. honestly, I'm, I'm actually, no, quite, no. I'm actually quite enjoying this. Why? So I'm going to just let you lead no, the entire not, show, they, and they, I'll be. They won't come on. They I'll want to speak producer. to you. They I'll want be the to producer. speak to you. No, he doesn't know me. And if he's, he li- does. if he's listening to the show he now, does. we might get a phone call saying I'm not coming on. 
He does want to speak to you, doesn't he? I've got a tweet from Joe. The aliens phoned him, question mark. Last time I was at a party and showed them my alien probing trick, I got thrown out. Oh. so I think he's admitting to a sexual assault. From an alien? Because they do... Well, I want to know what they do when they probe you. Because the the thing is, they generally have some probing involved. It's an anal probe, generally speaking. How do you know that? Well, that's what's generally reported. Is it? Yeah. The aliens gave me an anal probe? Yeah. I've never seen that headline. Well, I mean, you'll have never seen any of these headlines because most people at newspapers would go, this is bollocks, I'm not putting that on the front page. But but people that report being abducted by aliens generally also report, if they've been experimented on, that they've been experimenting up their arse. Why is it not around the front? I don't know, no. I'm not well up to date with with alien intrusion in such a way, but um, that's what they say. But I don't know if Alan's claiming that he's had an alien up his arse. No, I don't think the alien goes up. I think it's probably a, a f- do aliens have fingers? I don't know. Do you, tell hands? you tell me. You tell me. You're the alien I expert. Think they, I think they when do. you're not going around being a fox. <laughs> <laughs> I thinking about aliens because people always think they look like ET or Slimer or something. What? But <laughs> Slimer isn't he an alien? No, Slimer is a ghost, isn't he? Oh uh, right, what's another? Slimer's f- not an alien. Oh, Alf. That's what I was thinking of. He's a. Is so he people well-known? say. If, if people reported they'd seen an alien and then described Alf to me, I would say, no, you're thinking of Alf. Right, but he was an alien, wasn't he? Yeah, right, alien okay. life form, Alf. Well, if there was aliens all look like Pacey from Dawson's Creek, who you went up there, I'd probably right. just stay there. I don't want to come down in 25 minutes. But you've just completely rewritten the rules of, of engagement here. You, you, well, I, I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree. That's if the mean. aliens look like somebody that I find attractive... Charlotte Johansson. Well, OK. If that's what they look like... You'd be like, don't send me back down to Earth. I'll stay here. There's five Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. I don't know where that's come from in your mind. Why have well, you I've added just, that to it? I've just been thinking about aliens <laughs> over the weekend. Thinking... But that's like saying, if aliens have done this to you, right, it'd be all right. But if they gave you a million quids to come back with, I'd be fine with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's not... You've just made something up that's a better but alternative. We, we don't know that aliens don't like Joshua Jackson, do I mean, we? you'd be quite happy with the anal probe. <laughs> you'd, you'd be going, oh, I've got no issue with the anal probe at all. I'm not so big into anal. Are you not? Not For the why? probing thing. <laughs> what what bit of it do you like? <laughs> <laughs> don't even like the word, really. No, no. It can get a bit sort of passe, can't it, anal, I think? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I do think that, right. generally. Yes. I think it's a thing. If in your relationship that's a thing that you do, eventually it's like, why are we, why are we doing this? I think the intrigue with anal sex is that people are like, because people don't want to do it, so then it mm. becomes more of a, oh, then I definitely want to do it. Yeah, I think so. There's a mystery. That's all it there. is. There's a mystique. Yeah. But then once you've done it a couple of times, it's like, oh, whatever. Well, for I me, for, you know, for, know. The, for the postman, I'd, for, you know, <laughs> for the letterbox, I, yeah. I, I don't even want to think about what they go through. Oh, I thought you said, I, I got confused there. What do you think I said? That's, it doesn't, you know, because it ridic- it's more ridiculous than being a fox. Should I pop a song on? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch. Don't know, don't know what that is. Um, I've got. Well, I've got. See the version of that that I've got. It's aliens at the end communicating. It's obvious. The version of that that I've got is uh, he was called Biscuit Boy, Paul Heat, and he changed into Biscuit Boy. He did a solo album under the pseudonym Biscuit Boy. Okay. And that was on that album, but they didn't sell very well. And I believe that it was then re-released much later on as Paul Heat. Yes. 
which that could have been could have been a remix okay. are we going to what do we do about this noise it's ongoing just deal with it we just have to okay um, what do you think we could do go over and speak to the builders you would tell me about well you could couldn't yeah. you go and give it like all diet coke break shit just get, <laughs> get over there with your, Hi, with your shoulder strap down yeah and it's freezing in it what's a shoulder strap with your shoulder strap down bra strap of, you mean a bit of shoulder drop my pen oh right okay drop right. a pen now I'll just, go, I'll just go under the desk and forget it yeah Oh, God. What were we talking about? Um, we talked about Joe Lysett. Yes, I we saw were. Joe Lysett the other week. I literally bumped into him in the street. I know. Well, he, he came around a corner quite creepily and just looking at me. We had a chat and he was saying that you'd been pestering him to be on the show. I wouldn't say pestering, but when he emailed me last week, he said he bumped into you. He described it as quite pleasant. Quite pleasant. That's good mm-hmm. from Joe. That's nice. All right, I'll accept so, that. Uh, we've been discussing dates. Um, it was really lovely because I was in quite a high pressure, stressful situation and it was quite nice to see someone there who's not like a mate, mate, yeah. but just somebody that I know. And it was like quite nice. Just spend a bit of time with Joe. I like oh, him. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah, well, I never met him, but over email he's nice. Showed me his office. Where, what? Where showed me his office. Where's his office? Well, I'm not going to say where his office is. Oh, no, I? but like, I just thought he was wandering around the street. Was it on him? No, where, it on him? where I happened to be right. was where his office was. Oh, uh, okay. So he showed me from outside. I could see it. Also, you know that I know Hacker the Dog? <laughs> I, I do know that. Yeah, I do remember. He's just messaged me. Hacker. I, I have said I'll read it on the show, and he's not said don't. All right. So he's had a chance. But maybe he hasn't checked it yet, his phone. <laughs> he just said one of my better reviews, and it's a tweet <laughs> that says, and pardon the language. Okay. Uh, Shit, annoying cunt that screams and makes the same stale jokes. Our tax money goes into Hacker the Duck. Who said that? That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I think as, as reviews go, it could be... That's all right for a review. Covered everything. <laughs> Jesus. But I like it. I yeah. really like that. I like that it's just a bloke with his hand on a dog and he has to deal with stuff like that. Was that was that a tweet review? It was a tweet, yeah. Okay. It was a Twitter one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, what do you reckon? I don't think that's accurate. Well, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it is accurate. Yeah. But I don't see it as a bad thing. Um, will we? Do you think we've got suddenly Seymour on the system? No, I don't know what that is. Sorry, a little chap of is horrors. It? Oh, oh yes. Um, I don't think oh, we yes. have. Oh yes. Oh yes. I was thinking, feed me Seymour. Yeah. No, we haven't got it. No. Um, do you reckon you'd be able to get suddenly Seymour from a little chop of horrors? But we are on a time Sound limit trip. on it. If you can't, don't worry. give it a crack. Thank you, man. What's the time limit? Um, half past. Oh yeah, that's past. fine. It can be any version of it, yeah? Yeah, if you want, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. I'll give you the, music, the movie version. Okay. Um, so I have some things that I wish to discuss. And Nat? Yeah, sorry, um, I'm being asked if can I can type, type it. it. Yeah. Suddenly, Suddenly Seymour. Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. That wasn't typing it. Let's have a look. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's it. it. That's from exactly Little Shop it. of Horrors, yeah. Got it. Um, sorry, listener, we're, we're having a discussion with... Toby. Yeah, but with a screen. Oh, with a screen. Yeah, but there's reading. a man behind the screen anyway, that's asking us, yeah. this is making it even more awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are two things that I wish to address. One thing is something that I've held off from talking about for quite a while. Um, don't look a bit suspiciously, it's just genuine. Okay. Um, which is a friend of mine died okay. um, a couple of months ago. And I couldn't really work out how to talk about it. And I still don't think I can work out how to talk about it. Um, it's my friend Tank. And I've not seen him for easily over 10 years. Like a long time. Um, and I was re- kind of more friends with his missus. Who, the person who was his missus at the time. And they split up and stuff. Um, but he was always kind of my contact back home. If I needed anything dodgy doing. <laughs> Okay. Right. So he was kind of. It's a difficult one because he was kind of a bad boy, really, mm. but but um, but not a malicious bad boy. So he wasn't. He wasn't a nasty piece of work as such. He just knew the, the dark way around things. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. He was always like back in the day. He was always the guy that had weed. Oh, right. Okay. So that's pretty tame. But that was like back in the early nineties mm. and stuff. Um, 
and and I and I just and he, I heard he died, and I think over the years I think I'd kind of assumed maybe maybe he'd be dead anyway, given the sort of the circles that he moved in. But then since finding out he died, um, I found out that he he he, he was killed. First of all, he was killed in a uh, uh, he was on a, a moped or a motorbike or something, and he was hit by a car. Mm. <clears throat> um, so he didn't die in the way that I thought he would die, and he also didn't. Uh, from all accounts, he kind of turned his life around. And he was—he wasn't living back, you know, back back where I'm from, and he was living somewhere else. Um, and it um, it it properly upset me, like it, it was somebody that I wasn't in touch with, and um, and it, and it hadn't been a choice to not be in touch with them. It just, you know, we'd just gone to different places, and we just weren't—I didn't have a number for each other, mm. or whatever. And he wasn't really an internet sort of person, so. I sort of wanted to acknowledge these, that he died, and I sort of wanted to acknowledge that he, you know that he was away because he was. I was very fond of him, and and I always spoke about him very fondly, and I always spoke about him about the darker stuff that he got up to. Again, please don't take it as like he wasn't murdering people or anything yeah. like that. He was literally just going around um, garages or whatever doing the trick, and just you know, do, do you know about the trick? You know, about is that trick? when you suck up the petrol? No, <laughs> no it's oh. not. <laughs> No, it's not. What's no, the trick? No, he didn't go around garages sucking up petrol. <laughs> you know what I mean? He transferred to again, cars. Again, I don't think it'd, it'd have lasted as long as he actually did if he was drinking petrol on a, on a daily basis. No, I meant when you... Just you, going around all different garages. take it from the car and you have to suck it and it put it no, in the, the car. No, the trick... I don't even know the... Pro- I, I don't know what the trick is. I, I don't even know the proper way you do it. Right, it, it's to do with... It's a transaction when you... And it, it doesn't have to be a garage, but he'd do it at garages. He got done for it. He ended up in jail because okay. of it at one point. Do we want to um, say what it is now? No, I, well, I can say what it is because I, I wouldn't know how to explain it. I don't know what... I, I can't remember. I've known in my life, but I can't remember what it was. It's something to do with... Uh, when you're paying for... So you go in and you buy like a bottle of water and a Mars bar, right? And then you say, oh, I've only got 20 quid. And mm-hmm. you give them 20 quid. And then when they're doing the transaction, it's something about you... you go, oh, no, I've actually I've got a fiver. And you give them the five, and, the, and you say, "I'll oh, give us that back." And, you get, and somewhere within that transaction, they're a tenner down. I don't understand how that. Okay, but oh no, you'd be a dead cert for it if you were. Yeah, I definitely would till. be tricked. But but it is quite a it, it is quite a confusing thing. That's why I can't even remember no, how okay, it works. I'm good that we don't. So like that. So like just kind of a, a con man guy, you know, just sort of had that going on, and, and he knew he knew people if you needed to. Okay. You know, yeah. if someone was in bother, then how he knew the right people to lean on. People find out that he. would Past. I can't tell you that. Okay. Um, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Yeah. I just don't want to say it on air. Okay. Um, I found out through someone else, basically. Right. Um, and that's is a weird thing because a lot of people from my past have sort of come up in my life at the moment. They sort, of, sort of. Yeah. But there's uh, one of them was. Um, this is a bit lighter, but it's really annoyed me. Do you remember I've spoke about Nikki before on this, have, on this yeah, show, and yeah, we yeah. spoke about her with your man from Nine One One. Was he from? Yeah, yeah. With that dude, he knew her and stuff. Is that yes, who that, it was? It was, yeah. And then somebody that knew it knew the guy from Nine One One, like his manager or someone, got in touch with me as well, mm-hmm. it privately and was saying all sorts of stuff about her. But I, for various reasons, I ended up on her Wikipedia page the other day. Well, I didn't know she had. Okay. No, neither did I. Wow. Right. right. Again, this is, but this is connected to Tank. Okay. Because she knew Tank as well, so she would have been around that sort of that that group. So yeah. the person that who told me about Tank being away also told me about this other thing, and I went. We had a catch up, and they yeah. they said they went. Oh, I, I want to say something about Nikki, and I went. What? And anyway, like she's an actor, right? Yeah. Okay, that's why she's got one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she is. Yeah, no, she's not on there. Makes my missus. Yeah. Um, well, there's a couple of things. Do you know what? In fact, do you know what? Just get a Wikipedia page up. Let's, okay. let's just look at it. Let's just go. Do you want to um, and I'll, I'll tell you, I tweeted about it the other day and it's made me really cross. I'll put a name in. All right. Um, 
Which keyboard am I on? The one on your side, to the okay. right of you, that one, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, basically, the, the issue is... Were you what, looking? Oh, so you were told about this Wikipedia. I was told about this. I think this. that's there. Look, just click, click. There yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh God, it's been changed? It's been changed? Oh, so you're, you're not on there now. Just fucking hell! Well, I wonder what this is all about. This is fuck me. This is all changed, right? Now this is. So I'll tell you what happened. Okay. I went on there, right, and I saw that her age on on Wikipedia was thirty three. Yes. Right, which would have made her eight when we were dating. Oh right? no. Worse still, you know that she was with Gary Barlow. Yes, on her Wikipedia yeah, page. Yeah. 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 Worse, she was fifteen wh- when she uh, went out with him. Look, looks well. That's that's, that's fine because he wasn't much older. Oh, right, fine. Um, but I had the age been correct. That yes. was on there yesterday. Well, you would have looked all kinds of. He, he looked worse than me. Paulo oh, came, yeah, came out and looked worse than me. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, he's like four or five years I old. I should clarify. She didn't say she dated him. It said she met him when she was fifteen. Well, do you know what? What, what that said yesterday on there was it said that both stars both stars have remained fiercely private about their affair and it's uh, about their uh, relationship. And it's the closest that I've ever come to going on Wikipedia and saying, mainly because Gary Paulo was dating a five-year-old. Yeah, oh my of god. Course, of yeah. course you would take of course you'd be private about it. So he wasn't. She's uh, she's lying about her age. Okay. Now the issue with it is I I felt first of all and I thought first of all no one's gonna think I'm, i was going out with an eight year old, but I thought it reflected badly on me. Second of all I can't do math. I, I found it quite um quite sad. Like quite um what are you doing now? I'm doing some maths, because now it says she was born in 74 on there. Yeah, 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 that that's makes right, sense. 43, that's right now, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Um, if that's correct, it's a year after me. Um, I, I just thought, like, is, is that... Like, was I wrong to judge her on that? I'm, I presume well, it's come from her, or is that the industry she works in? It's probably the industry. There are a number but, of people that have given wrong yeah, ages. Yeah, Russell Kane did it for years. Did Russell, Russell Kane had the wrong age on there for years. Okay. I, I presume under advice from someone somewhere along the line. And I think it's insane. I, I don't understand that because because what happens in them situations is that is suddenly you go well you've got somebody that uses like heaven forbid she would mention that she ever went out with me. I'm, I'm sure it won't be on there. But it, but she's made a big thing about the Gary Barlow thing yeah. in a career. But then if someone just goes well hang on a minute or you were in Coronation Street was oh, like, yeah, how, yeah. how old were you when you did that? That's like, true. If that's the right age, and I just think that those sort of restrictions should be. Um, uh, the, the, the new generation should combat that, not not carry on curtailing to it. But there definitely is. I, I don't, as you said, if it Russ, if Russell Kane did it, it's not just uh, women that change their age. But there's been a number of people who've been caught out. Rebel Wilson was another one, wasn't she? Who know. had um, said a, a different age to you? And I guess I guess they're under advisement because when you're making it big, there's a certain age where they go right, you can play this part or that part, but not if you're 43. No, but but, but the, what, why, why, but if, 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 but if you agree to that, then yeah. you, all you do is, it's like people that, you know, have plastic surgery or lose mm-hmm. weight or whatever, but for, for their careers, mm. it's, it seems like a, you're, you're, you're part of the problem then, aren't you? Yeah, but when you Unless you stand up to it. I mean, I'm, right, I'm, I'm, I'm 24, so I'm lucky. You are, yeah. That I don't need to worry That's about true. an age thing, no, you know, for, for a while yet. But you're fine, yeah. But, but even that, when I say that I'm 24, it's kind of... That's me acknowledging that I'm not. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So it's so it's. But there are people who are my age who will be saying they're thirty uh, yeah. or saying they're thirty-five. Or I could get away with thirty-five. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, sorry. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I could. I could. Yeah, 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 I like the way you just looked in the air and went. Mm. <laughs> well, no. And and up until like maybe four or five years ago, I'd, I'd have got away with twenties. Like mm. I genuinely would have done, even though I wasn't, and I, I was long out of my twenties. Mm. 
But that's not surely that's the bit that you know if you're if it matters what you look like, which again it shouldn't, but if it does matter what you look like, then just as long as you look it. Well, it's when you go from uh, I think girlfriend roles, isn't it, to the mother or something that that you stop being cast for the sort of yeah, romantic but, lead. But that, but that, well, no, not necessarily. Well, it doesn't have to be that. But but also, th- that's all right. And if you're an actor. Yeah, it's a bit. Of a... You, you, you play what you can play, and yeah. surely you'd be excited about that. You're like, okay, I'm I'm now going to be playing these other roles, or I'm now can't play Hamlet anymore, but I can play Leah. And it's like, do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. sort of thing. Well, there was that Tina Fey sketch, wasn't there? Julia, That's very male orientated, obviously. As well, Louis but... Dreyfus and Patricia Arquette was in know, it, where what... it was like, well, congratulations, this is the last day that you become attractive to men, or the really okay, sexable. That's not the word they used. And there was a bit <laughs> of a sketch about. Oh, it was on Amy Schumer's show. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it was saying about how, you know, guys, when you see actors, they're acting now with women who are a lot younger than new actresses. He clicked refresh. Now, I was doing that so you didn't have to refer to what sorry. I was doing. He's not going to know. You Toby, just carry on doing Toby what you want. Yeah, whereas guys can be older. Act sorry, with, sorry, now we're refreshing. Oh, the little, if you just go up to <laughs> where the, the top, box right, is and it, then, then go to left, click refresh. Right, click and refresh, then click right. for your, you see right, more. I'm sure it will appear. I still can't see it. I'm going to have to come around. I'm coming round. Yeah, just come round now. Round. Come round. But it's very interesting what you were saying, yeah, sweetheart. <laughs> it's just that I had boy shit to say. Sorry, I, I, I was listening. Uh, no, but do you know what I mean, though? Do you know? So I didn't know whether or not... I, my initial thing, I don't really like her anymore, was... Got it. Okay, go back. Go back you go. Um, my initial thing, when I read that, was first and foremost... Mm-hmm. How does that make me look? Oh, right, yeah. Second and foremost, or, which can't be foremost, but second and nearly foremost, yeah. was like, you fucking idiot, what are you doing? What's, what's wrong with you? What, lying about your age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and because, for me, t- I, always, I always saw her like that anyway. She was always like that sort of kind of vain and kind okay. of, you know, she was a difficult person for me in my relationship with her. Um, and, and just... And thirdly, it was that's when I started thinking. Well, is this a bigger thing? Is this actually a big? Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? Of course. But is it for everyone, or is it? I don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell with her if, if that was the reason she was doing it, or the reason yeah. she was doing it is because at the moment she's tearing herself up about the fact that she's forty three, which is which is just sad. That's just like ridiculous. You know, it's sort of like that. That's kind of upsetting for a different reason. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you just? Except that that's the human condition that you get older, you get older, and if you're an actor and you claim but it's to difficult, be, it's difficult, isn't it? When you're <clears throat> not if actor. you're an actor, no, if you're no, it's not if you're an actor because if you're an actor, what I've said before, if you're an actor, you should relish that. Yeah, but the, there are uh, well, lots of females have said that there are less. If you're a parts, model, if you're a model, yeah, I get less, it. Well, if, you're, yeah. if you're a model, if you're a model, I get it totally. If you're mm. like, oh, my looks have gone, all the rest of it, I get it. Then, and most people who are models then it move into the industry of, of modelling, or they completely do something different. Or but it might not be that their looks have gone at all. It, no, totally, totally. But if you're an actor, mm-hmm. specifically an actor, then your looks and your age shouldn't come into it from day one because it should be that you're portraying someone else. It depends what parts you go for. If you're going for a romantic lead, then your looks, of course, will come well, into that's, it. Well, then that's the flaw, isn't it? That's, oh, yeah. that's the flaw with wanting to be an actor and, and, and pursuing it in that way. Yeah. Pursuing it in the way of, of vanity and wanting to look good and all the rest of it. Because one day it'll come to a point where you can't play the roles that you've proven are the only roles you can play. Yeah. This isn't specifically about her, by the way. I'm not really well up on her career. I've only seen her in a couple of things any- anyway. So, well, um, to her wiki, she's been in a lot of loads of stuff. Oh, she? Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, doctors, 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 yeah. Extras. I've, I've done that. Oh, I remember she was an according, to, according to Bex. I remember that show. Yeah, she was in that Hines, one. It? My Family. Yeah. Um, Coronation yeah. Street, Grease she, Monkeys. Yep, yeah, she was in Bro- oh, Brookside. Yeah. She, uh, when she was in Brookside, she was um, she was minus two when she was in Brookside. <laughs> <laughs> At Holby City, she's on the bill. 
The bill? When did that end? Jonathan Creek? I'll tell, tell you what I do hope now, though. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that's changed. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not come from through me, from me, because I tweeted about it. Well, what's the worst if it has? It's not... Well, because I'm not doing that. I'm not, she can say what she wants. She can, yeah, yeah, but, but you, you don't want to, it to look like I'm allowed you to redress that if somebody knows that I went out with her at one point. Did not go with an eight-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, of course, yeah. I mean, all this was mainly about now is that <laughs> I was not and never will be dating an eight-year-old. Good to know. Yeah, okay. Just as, as long as that's yeah. clear. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say what my cut-off point no, is, but well, I'm just saying that a, a is too young. Don't know what that was from. Little Shop I'm, of Horrors. I'm guessing that would have been from somebody's production of it. Yeah, it was nice. Nothing was wrong nice, with it. Was nice. It was absolutely fine. You did what? I left my vape at the office. Did oh. you? Did you? Damn it! Do you want to borrow, do you want to share with me? No, I have no nicotine in mine. Oh. oh dear, really? Mine... I've come to the suggestion that. Sorry, go on, carry no, on. No, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. No, I've come to the suggestion that I only smoke when I drink, yeah? Okay. So I don't need mm-hmm. nicotine in the week. Right. So I've come to the terms of all I miss is the fact that I'm putting my. I'm breathing in and out with my hands in my mouth, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I miss that. So I've got this vape pen uh, two days ago. Okay. With no nicotine, and I've been loving it. Right. So it's just the habit. But mm. I'm out for a drink later celebrating the book. Right. And it's the first time. Is the vape going to comprehend, wow, contend so to a cigarette? So it's quite, it's quite so a I'm day gonna, for you, isn't I'm it? Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> shit, I didn't realise we caught you at such a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> some people are doing, some people are like risking their lives doing jobs. I'm worried if a vape is going to... Are you, well, are you, just, are you, just, well, seriously, are you all right to do the interview, though? Is that I okay? don't know. I, I, right? I, honestly, like, let's, just, let's just go for it, please. Uh, this I'm, is Aaron Kraskel. How you doing, now. guys? Um, but no, we're now all on edge now, because we now mm. don't... We weren't aware that you were in this, <laughs> in this like, tumultuous situation. Do you want to hold something that looks like a No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm going to be, yeah. Do you want to send someone out just go and get you some fags? Still cut silver, please. Oh, probably smoke in here, couldn't they? No, no, you can't smoke in here. probably could as a guest. I mean, I wouldn't be as a guest, probably could. I don't think so, If I sparked up, would you tell me not to? I would. I would, Aaron, I would. Oh, would you? What right. if, what if, um, all right, I'm trying and to get... And the fire alarm oh, right. If Robert De Niro walked in here now and That's sat down and sparked yeah, him a yeah. cigar, you would yeah. never tell him no. I would, I'd say, what? No, so, so, that, if, so if, if, if the Queen he's right. walked in here with a Marlboro light, <laughs> you well, would I'd never tell her. I'd take a photo of that one. You'd probably be shocked. He's right, though. If De Niro walked in and said, I will do an interview now on your radio station, but I'm smoking throughout it, you wouldn't go, oh, well, well, we can't do it then. How are you even thinking about that? Well, I don't know because we're not allowed to, are you? It's all kinds of illegal to be. So, so but it's not your building. No, that's, that's a fair point. But it's De Niro. It's De Niro. I'm sure, actually, if I said it is, all right, Robert De Niro wants a smoker, cheeky yeah, yeah, yeah. cigar. Yeah. But if you did say something, I reckon they'd go, do you know what? I'll put it out. I, I think, think he would. I reckon he's a I guy. He no, would. he's not having it. No, in this scenario, really? he's not having it. No, he's not in this it. scenario, he's not having it. He's literally saying, he's like, who the? Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. And he's, all, he's also saying, and also I've got something really important to announce. <laughs> right? And, and you're giving it, mm, the problem is you can't, you can't smoke. You can't smoke in it. I'd have to say, can oh we take it outside God. maybe? Can we take the interview Fucking outside? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'd probably, smoke yeah, this I probably would. I probably would. Um, Aaron, may I ask how old you are? I am 35. What year were you born? 82. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Why is that? We're just checking up on ages today. We, just, uh, we had a, a, a You've thing. had a bit of a... Yeah, just from my ex-girlfriend. One of my celebrity friends, yeah, um, he's he, he, he's lied about his age. Russell Kane, yeah, yeah. yeah. literally mentioned him we just did, now. That was he's forty in real life. Forty-one is he? Is, is he? is that public knowledge? It is now. Oh God! Well, I'm, I'm trying. Do you know what? The reason I went quiet then because I was doing sums. Oh, yeah. sh- 
Yeah, oh. I better ring him. That's oh, yeah. what happens well, when no, you don't when have I'm any. Not, when I'm oh, no, James is here. My manager's here. And he's just. Oh, no. Are you, well, are you the same manager? Are you Russell's manager as well? No, 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 no. Oh, well. I'm I know sorry. Russell. Yeah, yeah he's right. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. And it's. I always thought that was a really weird decision. Like a really odd decision to make. He doesn't look his age. It's, it's ridiculous. But that's, well, then that's the only bit that matters. If that's important he to you... He looks like 28. Well, mm. then that's all that matters, isn't it? You, don't, you, can, yeah. you can say I'm whatever age he is and be that. It's, honestly, it's bad. And in comedy, that's... Yeah. You end up, end up being a bit of a sort of a running well, joke a, or a punchline. Apparently, punch he didn't do it. It was... It was some woman who done all his Wikipedia or something. Oh, yeah, she some made woman. the mistake and he just went with it. Um, really? That's, that, that's what Maybe he told me. that's what happened with your one. It was a mistake on her Wikipedia and she went with it. Can I ask you about this story? What are you talking about? It's Ian's ex-girlfriend. Oh, way, way back. Wait, how no, no, how, how much? Okay, great, very great. I'm, I'm 44 now. We, right. and I, I'm, uh, I was 19 and she was 18 right. when we were dating. Okay, cool. But her yeah. age was um, in, incorrect on her Wikipedia so that if the age was correct, Ian would have been dating her when she was eight years old. Jesus, so that's she like Savile. She, she, she whacked 10 years off on it. What was I going to say? Um, so why she got Wikipedia? Is she like... She's an actor. What, who, who is she? Oh, well, I'm not going to tell you. Now you'll be saying the name Okay, her, okay, okay, you'd have to know, say her name. Is she in St. Cold? No. She's, she's been, been in Coronation Street. Been Coronation stuff. Street? But what'd you splat up? None of that is... What what'd you splat up? Because she was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, because she was a Mate, fucking... Mate, they all are. She was an on, absolute okay. fucking okay, nightmare. They're the best ones. The nightmare ones. Sure. Of course they are. They keep you on your toes. <laughs> no, no, no. There's nightmare and there's nightmare. Oh, I've been with a few nightmares. I mean, I've been with a few like... Yeah, I'd rather go to like a... Guantanamo Bay, whatever it's called, and yeah. date her again. Oh yeah, Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo yeah, Bay. I, I, I know that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quan- Guantanamo. Has your book been spell-checked yet? Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what you're promoting, that's yes. right? I am, yeah. My, my book, see you, see you Later. World According to Aaron Kraskell is here in the shops. Facebook's biggest joker. Facebook's, Facebook's biggest, biggest joker. joker. Now, what, what, what's the... Because uh, I've interviewed a couple of people who would be... Kian Toomey the other week. Kian, yeah. Kian's yeah. yeah. got a book out Internet now. famous, would that be a word? Yeah. That's what I... I, I mean, I don't class myself as anything, as in... I, I, I think I'm just popular on an app. And right, a few okay. apps. Yeah, a few. You've got YouTube, you've got YouTube, Facebook. YouTube, Instagram, yeah, Snapchat. Instagram, yeah, yeah you've got you covered most it's of just, the apps. Yeah, it's not, I, I don't know, it's, it's a weird... I, I look at it as... Do you feel apologetic for it? Like, because this was the same with Kian the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. When I speak to Kian, it was like, sort of, immediately... Because kind of, what had happened was, I'd, I'd not got the arsehole, but when Nat had said who it was, she came into the studio, off air, and she said, it's a comedian, I went, I don't know who that is. Because Ian does stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian does stand-up. Oh, and, and, and then, well, I don't anymore, really, but, but Nat I said that, and I went, I don't know this. I don't class myself as a comedian, because I, I could... Ne- I, I mean, I've been approached to do stand-up yeah. loads of times, and I think I could do a good 20 minutes, but I would be so nervous that it would make it sh- rubbish. That's what he said. Exactly what he said, Almost word for word. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. Is, yeah. Um, but, but I chatted to him about that, about the... And me and Nat have talked, spoke, spoke about in real life about what the parameters of being a comedian are and what they actually... Yeah. Does it mix? I, I argued that it was... You're not a comedian unless you have done comedy, unless you're, like, yourself yeah. on stage. Um, and then you but I've saying, done comedy sketches. Yeah, but that's... The other so thing, like, that's but, what I was But saying. I, I yeah. sort of think that's maybe... A comic actor, or yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm not I mean, bothered. You can call it no, what you want. You know what I mean? I'm not. Mate, I'm, an, I'm an online enten- entertainer. Yeah, okay. that's what okay. I class. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what I've written on my passport thing, anyway. Right, okay. So the passport I, thing. Honestly, I was like, what do I do for passport? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, to have a reason. Yeah, you got to have a profession now. Yeah, you do. And they ask you when you're going in that country, what you're doing here, and I'm like, I don't know what to call myself. What make people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like. I just go out of my way to try and get good public reaction and make okay. sketches and 
Was it a deliberate thing? Did you did you target that as a was it an ambition s- thing? I or saw was it. it. I saw it happen. Um, I don't know how do I put this. Started doing it. I started doing it on Snapchat. Um, I was on a building site at the time. Started <laughs> making stupid little safety videos. Okay. But my friends and family were saying these are these are great, um, but they're only lasting twenty four hours because that's how long the app. I oh, say so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Snapchat, yeah. make a Facebook page. So I started making. I started doing characters. It's called the Bad Doctor. Okay. I'd go into the, I'd go into this room and I'd I'd speak to. He was horrible. This doctor was horrible. We'd make you take your boxes off and put them on your head if you have got a sore throat and stuff like. She stupid. does that. She does that. <laughs> I do, I do, every time he comes in, I mean, I'm naked throat. right now. That, that, yeah. I don't know what this is. But I do and did say you not that. question that when you were in the other no, room? No, I just said, yeah. I want to show. It looked like a, there a was a casting couch in there. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. it's like a guest policy. Everyone has to be naked. Yeah. This is the other thing I'm worried about. So with all the all the stuff that's been kicking off with Weinstein and all that sort of thing, I don't want people thinking that it's my. It's her. It's me. It's not me. I'm not saying. I will say, moved. Aaron, you didn't really object too much. Absolutely said, not. Oh, fine, okay. Then. That is not. Th- that's the not. The was we... quite horrible, but that's no, fine. The skinny but... jeans are off in like two seconds. Absolutely. Oh. That's not how you defend it. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you didn't Where complain. Where is this going? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as long as it's, again on the record, I didn't go out with an eight-year-old, and that wasn't my instruction yeah. that you should be naked. You look fine. Jeez. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it, what it, is this? No one's taking me. See, a comedian. I don't class myself as one. I just. I'm in a structure now where I make I make myself look silly to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is that... I don't know if that's comedian or not, but for me, stand-up is frightening because you have to go on that stage and you have to make people laugh. That is your job. And I've been to a few shows where I've felt bad for the people on stage, man, because they are not getting a laugh. And it's yeah, like, yeah. what do you do? What, what do, do you, you do? do when that happens, bro? Ian, what do you do? What no, did you do? Never, what did you do when that happened? happened no, come on. Has it, have you ever died in your ass? Oh, yeah, totally. Well, everyone has. Every, com- every comic and what, has. What do, you, what do you do? Well, my, I, I think I, I think that most comics, and again, it's a generalisation, but yeah. I, 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 and it certainly applies to me, most comics kind of find that amusing in the moment. Yeah. So you kind of find it... Um, like I was in a double act and we used to speak about this thing we, it, it, this is round about the houses this I'll tell you how the conversation went so it was me and Ed and we interviewed Lee Mack yes. a, about it when he did Lee, Lee Mack's bits which yeah. was his original sketch that he did in Edinburgh and he'd said to us that he'd uh, done a solo show in Edinburgh one year and, and hadn't really enjoyed it and then the following year he did Lee Mack's bits so it was Lee Catherine Tate and uh, Dan Antipolsky wow and, and which then became the sketch show on ITV, but neither yeah. of them were in it. Yeah. Apart from only Lee was in it. And he said that he he made a conscious decision that when he went back to Edinburgh, he was going with other people on the stage because. And this is what really struck me and Ed when we spoke to him about it was that it's funnier when when you're dying on your ass on your own. There's something very overwhelming about wow. it. Wow. When you're dying on your ass with your mate there, you can bring you, it back. You kind easy, of find can't it, you? yeah. But no, not even bringing it back. You kind of find it amusing. Right. Yeah, like between the two, absolutely. There okay. were shows me and Ed did certainly. It's scary for me, man. You need to do a show but with it, someone but else. But it's perspective, isn't it? So That's like we put a video out, and it's like it does nothing. I'm like, why? Wh- wh- why? But do you not think that's why don't something, you like but, me? But, but, do, you, but do, you <laughs> not, do you not have the feeling? I certainly have the feeling of I'm interested in that emo- in that feeling to make uh, yourself better. No, not not that. No, no. no I'm interested in, in discomfort. I'm interested in other people feeling discomfort. I mean, I find that an interesting. Okay. What? I, th- I just think because it's just a it's a bigger thing than just going on making them laugh and you all go home. <laughs> okay. Th- there's there's so many things going on in a room. Yeah. It's really hard to die on your ass. Like it's really hard. Because right. someone's bound to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so it's really difficult to actually like you always say if you're playing a big theatre or whatever for whatever reason. Yeah. You'd have to really fucking suck to yeah, get you nothing. Would. To get yeah, nothing you at all. Yeah. yeah. So there's a really interesting dynamic goes on. I think when you walk onto a stage with a hundred people or two hundred people, how many it is. 
and you can hear a pin drop. It's bigger the crowd, the better then for you? I'm not asked either way. No? Honestly, not asked either way, because it's, it's about the actual... It's about what you're doing, and it doesn't matter whether it's ten yeah. people or you know a thousand. people. And I've heard the matter. feeling you get when you own a room is insane. When yeah. you know you've got that room, at first that feel. Oh, I suppose, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it all gets a bit. Just, yeah. If you went we on stage, into the bucket, are we into me now? Yeah, I went because oh, I'm, I'm, I'm never. I'm really interested. I'm like so. Uh, yeah. If you went on stage um, and you did die on your ass, and yeah. then but then the next show you die on your ass, and then how many shows would it take Jeez, before you go? You, you do your act, sure you make well, your act well, better. That, that, before you were like, oh, maybe I need to just slightly change what I'm doing. Well, for, well, that would be acknowledging that there was an issue with your performance rather than yeah. an issue with either how you were performing or, or, or the audience or your material, rather I should say, or whether acknowledging you're listening to Jazz Club. Yeah, totally. Well, well, <laughs> I'm but but in, 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 in a room, stuff that's worked forever might not work one yeah, night. Yeah, of course. And, mm. and, and you can't chuck the baby out with the bathwater in that situation. You have to go, no, it was that night. You have to, you have to be able to gauge... That's what time you're on, I suppose, 11 o'clock, everyone's drunk as well. So everyone wants a laugh. Exactly. Who knows? So, so it's that, you, you have to gauge what, what's wow. happened there. Stand up, not for what me. What does that mean? <laughs> Why, though? But that just makes me anxiety straight away. I don't know what it... Put me on a tube in front of 300 people, I will do any video you want. Put me in a room in front of 50 people and I will melt. Well, then that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about, though. So if you went on a tube and people don't know you and all that sort yeah. of thing, that, that, takes a, that takes a degree of Is courage. it a form of stand-up? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say stand-up as such, but that takes a... Like, I know Mark Watton, you know Mark Watton who does Shelley Ghostman and all that sort of... Um, he he did, did the character Shelley Ghostman and he's done lots of... Uh, yeah. He's done lots of hidden camera stuff mm, in his yeah, life yeah. or stuff where he's been a character and other people haven't known he's a character, yeah. that sort of thing. And I remember... I may have spoken about this before, but I remember years ago, Rob Rouse, yes. who I was working with, did a thing yep. with Mark Watton. And we knew Mark Watton already because Mark Watton used to be on the door at the Canal Cafe Theatre. Wow. That used to be his job. He used to run the Canal Cafe Theatre. And none of us knew that he had any inkling at all of being, being a performer. And then suddenly one day, he went to Edinburgh and was like, fuck me, he's amazing. And it was like... Really? And we were all like, has he been like just learning from all of us? <laughs> and now he's really famous. Yeah. But Rob went out with him on this, th this thing, this uh, hidden camera thing. Thing where Mark was taking Rob round this all these houses, uh, like a, a council estate, or it might not have been council estate, whatever it was, knocking on the doors and saying, um, "Sorry to interrupt you, sorry to disrupt your day, but we're bringing this boy round. This is Rob. Uh, we're bringing him round because he's been caught thieving from houses here, and part of his punishment is to come around and to apologise to people and for you to actually say to him what you think of people like him, what he's doing. What? So that, that was the setup for the hidden camera thing, right? And I remember Rob saying to me that it, it really it, Rob said to me it knocked him out of character what Mark did is what he said for, really? for, for a moment because Mark was saying tell him tell him and he was like shouting at me he went hit him hit him right <laughs> right and on the footage you can see Rob's eyes Rob, just look <laughs> and then and then they're like no I don't want to hit it and Mark fucking belted him like, like really oh hard oh my god and that was the moment you could see Rob's eyes go out of character and then come yeah. back again like and that Can I see this footage? Where is it? On, on I don't, YouTube, know, where, I don't know where it'll be, but YouTube? I can't remember what the programme was called. Maybe, yeah. What? But, that, but Mark has balls of steel in that situation. He so does, in yeah, real life, Mark is the loveliest... It does take over you, doesn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. So Maybe. when you're dying mm. on your arse in a room, it's the same discomfort. It's the same, like, this is... I, I can claim the power of this because I, I actually... You made it happen. Yeah, and I know yeah. what's happening in the room. And I quite like it when people get a bit upset and when Jeez. people get a bit wound up. So that's what Frankie I mean. Frankie moment. <laughs> that's, ki wow. that's kind of a different thing, isn't it? Because he's deliberately... There's no laughing, is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just that yeah. all the way through a show. <laughs> but, if, but if you can go out and just do... If you can go out and do a video somewhere yeah, I know, I in, in a situation where most people react how you react... Well, maybe I, maybe I would be all right. I don't know. I don't start, I just really frightens me. 
You'd have to starve doing an hour. I'd run you could do, towards you could do it. Do a ten minute. Really, I really would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Even even if you run towards it in terms of like, I've always been a class clown as well. I can, I can, I, I, when I'm out with my mates, I can have them sitting and talking for fifteen minutes and just start making them laugh. I can do that. Okay. So what? I think you, you think you know you can do it now. You can do it. Uh, anyway, uh, do yeah, do coming up in Edinburgh this year. Do you want to <laughs> try, try, try and do a gig now? Really? Five minutes. Just try and do it. Don't start with 20. <laughs> you've, got, you've got us two in now, yeah, right? We'll you've also got the audience at home listening. People outside. Oh, don't, don't do this got, to me. I'm on the spot now. Look, I'm, no, I'm worried. Saying, no, I'm saying you, you essentially could do your first gig now. Yeah. I would. Exclusive. And we've already. How would you start a stand up gig? Hey, Aaron. Well, well welcome oh, to the stage. To myself. Well, never, I just no, said hello to myself. Never, That's how nervous I am. Yeah. Hello, Aaron, I've just said. Never ever say hello to yourself. Hello, Aaron. Unless that's part of the act. If that's part of the act, let's See, no, listen. I'm making him laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Can you introduce him? Be a comic yeah, yeah, for this I'm gig. Okay, so you're is this really happening? Yeah, just, just see how far you get. See yeah, how yeah. You get. Okay. Okay. Um, well, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're uh, ready for our next act now. You ready for your next act of the evening? Yay! Yay! Okay, marvelous. That you can probably hear him cheering himself in the wings there. Uh, I'm going to bring on now. He's actually doing his first ever gig, um, and uh, some of you'll know him already from like the internet and things. Uh, but he's doing his first ever stand-up gig now. So please, would you show your appreciation and welcome to the stage, the wonderful Mr. Aaron Kraskel, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. How you doing, guys? Good. Yeah. Pin drop. Pin drop. Pin drop. So yeah, my name's Aaron. Uh, you might know me uh, from the internet. Um, if you do, like and subscribe, please. And um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's that, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was walking through London earlier, and um, someone come up to me and um, said they loved my stuff. And uh, when I left, they said goodbye, Chris. And when I said why why did you call me Chris? Uh, they thought I was Chris Miles from uh, Radio One. I get that quite a lot. Yeah. Or uh, one of the hairy bikers. <laughs> Who, uh, I get that. Can I can I oh. leave it there? I'm so scared. Oh. Just say, just say. Uh, I mean, what? thank you guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, let, let's, let's debrief. Okay, debrief. Sorry, debrief. Oh god. So, um, how was my? Uh, was I too things, nervous? Here's no. things that I noticed. Yeah, go, go, go for it, go for it. Um, you genuinely stopped making eye contact. I did. I look. Yeah. At, I yeah. look around me. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Even though it wasn't a real gig. How bad is that? You genuinely stopped making eye contact straight away. He, were, he was on the spot somewhat. Yes. No. Absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. You have to have it yeah. with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Well, you can't really see him anyway, but yeah. you have to make it look like. Not the I always floor. do it one foot above the crowd. So if you do it one, one foot, foot above, above the crowd, um, to look out as if you're speaking to a person. So you say yeah, don't, don't look at the floor. Is what you're saying. Um, but you can look if you're thinking about things. I do that. I think okay. I look at the floor. Fine. Sometimes I look at my feet. Sometimes. I instantly looked off from you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's bad. It's not bad. It's your first gig. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't listen to her. Why? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to listen to uh, either listen to the comedian or the, well, we don't, we're not sure what she is. My God. Um, yeah, no, that's scary. I, I think you could do that. Though. You're you personable. Yeah, yeah, totally. Was, I was stumbling on my words a little bit as well. But I was too nervous. Won, did you? Of course you. Of course Maybe you it could be a nervous act. Lee Evans pulls it off well. Yeah, you could play that. And, and Lee's kind of stopped now, hasn't he? So he apparently he's uh, retired. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a gap in the market there. Poor mm-hmm. boy, but he's amazing. Maybe he wanted to. I don't, yeah, I don't think it wasn't. It wasn't not his decision. He wasn't forced out. <laughs> yeah. He went Comedy to the police. Didn't set up. We got him. Right, you, right, you. No more sweating. Get out. Well, I saw Lee. I mean, one of my favourite films in the world. You can you can smash me about this. It's the Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis and yeah. Lee Evans is in it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. only briefly, but he is in it. What's this guy like the Milo Theatre and stuff? And now he's. It's just what? Yeah. But I think he wanted to maybe branch off into that then. Um, as I recall, and I might be wrong, I might have remembered this wrong. I'm not sure why. Um, but his manager died. Oh, God. His manager was Addison Cresswell off the curb. His mm-hmm. manager died, and I think it really shook him up, and I think he just felt like um, 
Well, I don't know what he felt like. I can't say what he felt like, but yeah. what, from what I heard and what I think was reported as well, was that was the catalyst for him just not wanting to do stand up anymore. That it was just like they were the team and that yeah, was yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Kind of, I guess, kind of like if, if a band member dies or something, you just yeah. feel like, oh, well, I'm not doing it anymore. He's probably the only one of the only comedians I, I'd say, other than that and Bottom, but he actually nearly made me wee myself. Yeah, yeah. And James. You're there, aren't you? He's outside, James. He's outside. Yeah. Well, my he manager, James... Up, he put a thumb up Yeah, he, he went to watch Lee Evans and he had to walk out. Right. Because he, he thought he was going to die. Cause he was oh, laughing. really? He couldn't get a breath. Because oh. he was laughing that much. I've only had that one time and that was with Rick Mail. That was Rick Mail's stand-up. Rick Mail, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that was genuinely... What was, what was a joke? It wasn't... It, <coughs> it, was his jo- it was a mixture so of just being that, excited. Because I was. I was in my teens and I was just excited oh, that Mail, this hero man. was there. Was it the bottom days? No, pre-bottom this was... Young ones and all that. Um, yeah, so in between the two. Probably Filthy Richard Capwell sort of era. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And it was him doing just stand-up on it. It was him and Andy De La Tour, who was in the last Star Wars film, fucking De La Tour was. And they... Um, was Rick good on stage, yeah? He was uh, uh, exceptional. Wow. Yeah, and I don't think there's any... Foot- Politics? Ri- no. Just playing the character of Rick. It's kind of playing the character no of, Rick, of Rick and the young ones. Just kind of that. Mm. And then he there was a bit in the middle, as if it, he was punching and punching and punching. It's like, fuck me, it's overwhelming. And then he went... <laughs> and I was... The other day, I was walking down the street, and I was uh, and I bumped into a guy, and um, I said, oh, hello, Kevin! And then he did Kevin Turvey. That he used oh, to right, yeah, 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 yeah. Then he did that for 20 minutes. And it was like, fuck me, this is a lot to take in. The, ne- the, the most I've seen of it recorded was when he did Comet Relief at the Shaftesbury Theatre. The first ever Comet but Relief show. It would have been toned down, though, wouldn't it? It wasn't on the video. Oh, mm. shit. And that, that, so that what he did then, swore. before the rest of you find, All before right. the rest of the young ones came on, that what he was doing on his own was kind of what he did as a stand-up. Yeah. Just, just like, fucking about, just sort of, like, falling over. There was, again, whenever I've told people this... No, people look at me blankly. So but I can't imagine it because Rick, for me, I mean, he's one of the only. Uh, have you have you got well, have you got the dinner table? You know the dinner table aspect. You've got six people around you who'd want who you dead or alive who you want at your dinner yeah, table, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's my mm-hmm. mine's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Pete Doherty, Amy Winehouse, Rick Mail, uh, I think Sylvester Stallone, and there was one more. I think it was like um, Anthony Hopkins. Okay, so you want to make all chatting? You want to make expendables? But you want OAP expendables. But you want Rick Mail there for a laugh. <laughs> mate, Rick would have been, mate, like, just a. Just, I met AIDS and it was a bit of a disappointment for me. Why? It was a. Uh, He's very shy. He was very shy, but he was a bit arrogant. Mm. Not gonna I, say, I'm not going to go anything okay, further. Okay, well, uh, well, it was very. It was can raining. I counter that? Can I counter it? Yeah. Um, He's. Uh, I, I don't think he's got an arrogant bone in his body mm, in okay. real life, genuinely. He's. Uh, it might be the situation. He was turning on the Christmas lights. He, he's kind of. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've always found him ca- kind of uncomfortable around fans. In, oh, in really? the, I, th- I, I think he. Again, I'm speaking for somebody else's feelings, so this of might course, be completely course, wrong. Course. Um, I, I think there's an element to him now where. He's not embarrassed by the work that went before. I think he's very proud of the work that went before, but I think he, he does feel that he, he has grown up more. Oh, God, yeah. So it's kind of hard for him to be Vivian or to be Eddie from yeah. whatever, but he still finds it funny. But whenever I, I've met him twice, and whenever I spoke to him... When it's it, Eddie for me, mate. But when, it, He's Eddie. But when it got round to talking about man. Bottom, talking about the young ones, that's when he sort of went a bit. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but, but, but I'd already heard... He was male would run out of a theatre after a show to meet people. Like, really yeah. loved it. Oh my god! Whereas can't even ever met him. I'm so gutted. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping the industry I'm in now, oh. I could have had the chance to meet him. You right. actually met him. You know when yes. you said about dinner table. 
He went to dinner. You're joking dinner. me. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, my God. My dream. You had um, my dream. Oh. Weirdly, and this all ties together now. You're because, drinking stuff. Because um, it was him and Ben Alton. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> right. it, mean, it, was after, it was after a show. Yeah. Was Anthony Hopkins there? Anthony no, Russell no, Stallone but I'll tell you who was there. Go on. I'll tell you who was there. Who? Was the lady we've been speaking about all day. Oh, the ex. Yeah, so it was the me ex. and her. We're like 18, 18 and 19. Yeah, we're 18 her. and 19 years old, right? Rick Mayo. I know one as well. And we just went to get autographs and stuff. And then when everybody, all the other people went, apart from one lady called Brenda, I want to say. She was an, an obsessive fan. I about Brenda. Um, and they, and they, they just came. We, we got back in the car and then there was a knock on the window. And Mayo went, we're going to go for a, a Chinese across <gasps> the road. So you're more than welcome to join us. And then he took us to the Chinese restaurant. Him, Rick it was Rick Mail, Ben Alton, and Phil McIntyre. That's who was there, and oh, and then and us fans, yeah. and then Mail acted out the entire second series of Bottom for us in the restaurant. It's, it's, I'm going. It's which, 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 which which really great to see you guys. Which hadn't even come out yet. Uh, they just filmed it. it. Hadn't come out yet. Yeah. So the second series, you were talking like um, it was. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A carnival. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, for God's sake! Um, the the one where they went um, camping. Yeah. Which, which never aired. Did it air? It didn't air at the oh. time because at the same time that was due to air. It was going to be the last episode and it didn't air because um, Rachel... Sorry, I forgot her name. The, the girl that was killed on Wimbledon Common. Oh, yes. Um, that oh. happened at the same time. Oh, God. So they didn't consider it suitable to air that episode. What that episode, was though? Yeah. Oh, amazing, amazing. So it did air. But I thought Carnival was the last one because they nicked the camcorder and it had, and it had Prince Charles on it having sex. Series three. Was that series three? Yeah. You do. And then they got shot, stuff. didn't they? Yeah. Both of you. And that, that was it, wasn't it? That after much. they got shot? Pretty much. Then the live ones happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The live. I can't, see, I didn't even go to. Oh, Did you not go and see it live? I was too young. Oh, man. How, oh, yeah, yeah. God, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to glow at all. Book about Rick or His comedy, best joke. Yeah, Rick, uh, the bottom's in there. Oh, it is. Rick Mail's yep. favourite joke from that from the series was the uh, the Christmas episode where the, they all came around. Shot the finger off. It was Spud Gun and Dave Hedgehog. His favourite joke, the thing that made him laugh the most, and, and we couldn't really get our heads around it. By the way, yeah. Ben Elton has got no memory of this, because I've worked with him since. No memory of this at all. Of, of what? Of, of Bottom? You, no, of this, this dinner. Did he cut... Really? No, no memory of it at all. You might have been... So I pres- I when was this? What, what year? 91. So you, it was probably a good days for them, guys. Long time yeah, ago, yeah. yeah. They were liking a lot of stuff. Totally. So, <laughs> um, his favourite joke was, there was a bit of the episode where he says to Spud Gun, uh one potato or two and he says two and he goes no one, one. yeah yeah and that yeah, was yeah. what made him laugh more than anything else he thought he thought it was hilarious and he, he puts on his plane it breaks fuck oh man sorry just to touch me there because I've touched it oh, oh honestly please there you go so oh, did just, you touch pass it on. which did you shake his hand yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> of course the <it's> really <laughs> no I just oh. came and, and by the way he was he was flirting with my missus all night Oh, all over. Her. I would oh. let my missus sleep her, with Rick Mail. <laughs> all over. I think that was the. I, think I would. I would push my girlfriend towards sleeping with Rick Mail. I kind of feel like that was just accepted in the room on the night. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> she didn't. And right, it, it was just being very flirtatious. Yeah. He was fucking charming. Like he yeah, was okay, really, really fucking charming. And when he spoke to you, his eyes never left your eyes at any point. And it, oh and it was like god, he was always man. amused. That's nice. And my sister's hero as well. well I mean. I love my parents to bits, but we did grow up on bottom, yeah, so yeah. it's quite a bad thing to grow up on. But me and my, I mean, the way he his mannerisms and that, like, it's just, it's just. I, I honestly was so upset when he died. Yeah, yeah. I was we were truly gutted. We you, we you, well, you just come off. Was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, celebrity death to me is like everyone goes on there online. Oh God, yeah, yeah. But that really hit me, and yeah. Robin mm. Williams as well. That hit me a bit because yeah. I grew up on his films, obviously. But Rick Mail for me, it was just the fact that I'm never going to see him. Mm. Like I was just absolutely gutted. Um, it was tremendous. 
Like oh, it really man. was. But honestly, Edmondson is. Um, yeah, I've got. I've, it was raining. It was. He, he was late on stage. He was turning on the Christmas lights, and I ran around the back, and he just got into the car and left. And I was yeah, yeah. after like looking at us and just didn't even acknowledge us. And I was like, damn. I've had. I've so you didn't even meet him, really. Not really, but it was the way he could have just stopped. He, like he had an umbrella over him, and he could have just said hello. Yeah. But like I'm, I've had, Maybe I've had an instance with this with another comic. Who? Vic Reeves. Wait. Same. Right. Okay. But he was horrible to me the first time. Yeah. But the second time I met him, I was with my children, and he was with his children. Yeah. And we had a chat, and he okay. was absolutely glorious. I, for years and years, didn't name Vic Reeves as the comic that I felt had let me down in terms of when I met him and Bob's how, amazing, how disappointed. Yeah, Bob's just, oh my God. again, Bob's a charming fucker. Yeah. But, but I, for years I said, oh, there was one, Never Meet Your Heroes, and I would say there was one person, but I never said who it was, right. and it was Vic Reeves. But, what um, was he horrible to you? He wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. Like, like, when, when I now think back to what happened. You wanted from shooting stars going, oh, I come up to you. Like, well, doing... just, it just done a show when we were just in the yeah, green room. And yeah, he's just yeah. sort of like, and I, and I went over saying, oh, uh, you know, that sort of fan thing of going, oh, I was going to leave you alone, but I was. Big uh, fan, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, when yeah. you saying all that, and you think, I was going to leave you alone. Yeah, I probably should have because he's just done a show. Yeah. He's just sort of like, so, and he wasn't yeah, rude. He wasn't anything like Because I went, oh, he's great. And he went, oh, you know, it's just a job, isn't it? And I was like, oh, fuck, well, <laughs> well, fine, fine, fuck you then. But that didn't warrant that, you know what yeah. I mean? That didn't warrant... My reaction to it was was equally sort of disturbed. It wasn't the same mm. thing. So when I thought about it over time, I thought, no, they did just at work. And, and that should also have been his kind of safe space. Because yeah. that mm. wasn't out the back of the theatre meeting people. That was in the green room of the show that he'd been in. Well, you know. I've, had, I've had one of my heroes put his fingers in my face and tell me to F off. Who was that? I can't say. Just fucking say who it And was. I was live on Facebook at the time. Well, oh, then well, people, then people, so people saw must it, know then. them, mustn't they? Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Oh, okay. Oh no. Put his fingers in my face, two fingers, and went <coughs> F off. Was he joking? Well, I didn't know, and that he was not. <laughs> was joking. he joking? I, I, know, I even, like, I even, that joke. <laughs> I even put the, I even <laughs> had the camera on me. The camera was on me, not even on him. I was like, oh no way, Johnny Marr, man. I was like, I was like, hey, he's like, fuck, off. and I was like, I was on camera like. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm with Martin Garrix. He recovered. And I was just like, I was kept. I was like, he, he isn't joking. Like, mm. I was like, so Martin, what you been up to, Julepo and all that? Was that? I was like, uh, uh, you just, I can't listen to Smiths ever again. I, I did. I have. I had charming man this morning. <laughs> I well, like, I just fucking absolutely pulled my heart out of my ass. Oh, well, not again. Not one upmanship because yours is a more famous That's person. That's a good one. But we had it on air. We fucking Miles. Who with Miles Hunt from the Wonder Stuff. What happened? He just he I was did, very I, angry. I didn't see you very angry when he I came on air. I didn't see you him once, and he was and, I, and, I was, and I'd really worried on, about it. Like what, really oh worried about it. Oh my god! Was it was it angry twice you air? interviewed him on yeah, air? Yeah, on it, was, it, was, on it, it was the second yeah, time. First time was on air. First time was lovely, and I, and I'd actually said in that interview. I was kind of worried you were going to be a cunt, and you know, and all this sort of stuff. Oh, because, can you say that on air? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Because he had that rep. Radio One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we got on really, really well. And I yeah. sort of chatted to him outside of here, and he got yeah. me tickets to the shows yeah. and stuff, and all that. Stuff. Oh, nice. So we were kind of getting on all right. And then the next time he was on, so he was on again promoting something else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this will be fine because I know Miles yeah. now, and I, we sort of get along and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and by the way, since this, been no problems. You know, yeah, we still yeah. chat and stuff. We had an argument with his missus outside. No, it was because he'd been told there'd been something. He thought he was on later. No, earlier. Earlier, earlier. Than, than he actually came on, and it actually transpired it was a fuck up on his end. Yeah. It was his PR that fucked it up. He had retweeted well, the tweets where, which had said that he was on at three fifteen. So then he retweeted the tweet saying he was on at three fifteen, and then was saying to us, "Why? Why am I not on air at two thirty? And he was really right. And he was so really, three quarters of an hour. And it, really took not me, happy. It, it kind of took the wind out of myself. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, fuck, oh no! What do you do now?" Because yeah. well, I, I was like, I thought he was pissing about. I was like, "Oh no, he's genuinely, he's genuinely angry." And I was like, "Oh, well, mate, we thought we were friends now." <laughs> 
There's yeah. like not, not a bit and you of couldn't, it. You couldn't bring it back with a little bit of that. By the end, it, oh. it was all right, I think. I think yeah. it came back, but I spoke to Barry about it recently when we yeah. were filming the other week, and Barry said um, that he felt that he, he started being a prick later on as well. Oh, probably oh, being God. told probably ought to begin to wrap this. That's oh, sorry. Anyway, listen, my book you? is out in stores now. <laughs> um, please go get oh. it. It is... Well, I think we should just mention your book a no, little bit, really. Shall we? Or do we have We've just been told off from another room. Do you want us to wrap now? Or do we, can we talk about your book? What do you get told us about? Probably ought to begin to wrap Someone just put it on screen for us. Probably ought to begin to wrap it. Is that what I just said? It's like the saying it's shit. It's like the going from wrap. sorry. It's like the saying, this is rubbish. Yeah, they're doing the clock things with their fingers. Like, they're doing the... The AP is telling me that producer... Oh, do you know what? Producer... Presenter. Unbelievable. Listen, we're having another 10 minutes, yeah. mate. Yeah, sorry. Pipe down, Toby. <laughs> oh, I'm going. I'm going to the pub anyway, so. <laughs> no, geez, I'm just front it out, man. I'm not. I'm, yeah, <laughs> sod this. Yeah. Um, let, 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 we will properly talk about your book for a second. Yeah, so what, yeah, so okay, cool. what is the thinking behind it, though? What, what is the reason Basically, for the book? Basically, uh, the reason for the book is me looking at everyday subjects, mm -hmm. relatable stuff, me going back into my... Talking to my previous self. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, you've got school reports in there. Yep. You've got my... You've got me... You've got awkwardness with girls. You've got um, kids. My, my, sorry, my kids. Yep. Not take, take Jesus away. Christ! Oh, um, no, you've no. got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're right. We probably should. Yeah. Write yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, you've got um, so, tattoos. Yeah. Uh, let me let me yeah, just read the chapters to you quickly. Right. So yeah. the first, right, so Aaron who chapter two skinny jeans free tattoos. What skinny jeans? A whole chapter. He, why? Because he wears them. I'm just stupid. trying to explain why. They're stupid. Why? Do you don't like them? No, I really don't. Yeah, I look like the letter P. Have you ever tried up. them? <laughs> so, that's a stand-up joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. keep that one. That's, uh, that's, your, that's your opening line. There you yeah. go. Have you ever come with the skinny Sorry jeans? Sorry about the skinny jeans. I like the alphabet and I am the letter P today. There you go, sorted. Although I'm pretty sure that Ed Gamble did have a very, very similar line when he used to walk on stage. That showbiz. Sorry. Um, oh, when, no, that. no, he did. I'm sure he did because he said that he looked like. Oh, I can't remember what the joke was. It was a oh. good joke. It was a good joke. Oh, God. It's so I've already stolen someone's joke. I'm sorry about you that. Know, you yeah, didn't yeah. steal it. You didn't know. No, I, I didn't like, know. I feel like you stole, you stole it, but it's okay. I didn't. <laughs> well, it's all right. You just uh, too. Chapter five takeaways, six exercise, telly addict, school days, love, get real, Aaron, losing it, very great Britain. There's one on Donald Trump. Let me go, let me skip to Donald Trump's oh, chapter. Please, number. Yeah. Just chapter read the whole book out if you want. Yeah. Chapter number have you, done a, have you done an audio book for it? Yes. Have you done it already? Audio book is no, out. We could have done it live because now. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen the pictures. You've seen the pictures. It's nice. Yeah, some nice pictures Look in at there. the baby pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see that I wanted to be in the army when I grew up. But yeah. unfortunately, I had a 34 waist at 12 years old. Can you not have so that in the army? I couldn't really get into the army. What's the army rule about waist size? Pff, mate, you can't be a fat kid. Kid, oh. well, you soon lose it Just in the fitness, army, won't you? What's your waist size now? 34. That's all right, isn't it? I think the army can Make accept change. a 34. If they can't, then there's oh. some issue. Do you want to be in the army? Get really? what you get? Oh. Are they telling you yeah, to they are. They are, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think you're going to get in Are they worried? Oh, what, I what, what have I done? Have I sworn? I don't know what we've done. Oh, my best mate's there as well. What did we do wrong? Matt, what have I done? Which one's your manager? Just No, he's touching his watch. be somewhere else. What's your manager's name? James. James, can you come in for a sec? Oh no, he's never invited James in. <laughs> no, he's, he, 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 he will never he come in very, here. He's very he definitely He him, will no. never come in here. I want to know what he's done I wrong. I think he's got to be somewhere else. Have I done something wrong? Are you annoyed with him or me? No, I think I've got to be Neither. Fit. You've just got to be somewhere else. I'm, yeah. filming, for a I'm filming for a brand this afternoon. Yeah, that that's, that's what it is. Then it's yeah. that then. It's that you then. You've been in here 40 minutes. I see why James is probably like... How long? Yeah, 
40. 40 minutes, mate. What? Yeah, it didn't feel like that, does it? Are you kidding me? No. no. Wasn't it fun? Um, this was really good, though. Yeah. Right. Well, now, you're look, welcome back anytime. I want to see you in the show. I want to see you stand up. I can't be asked with that anymore. I very rarely you, do you it. You are no doing kid. one. I've just seen on Twitter you're doing it. Well, it's sold out, so. This is a lot of conversations at the same oh, time. I want to sex. So he's telling me he doesn't do it. He doesn't want me to show. Yeah, well, it's sold out. No, you're more than welcome. Can I get a ticket then? I'm well, I think the gig I'm doing is sold out. Backstage? I'm sure if you say. Okay, backstage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Backstage. I just want to watch yeah. Of course, of course. Um, there's some stuff on YouTube. Oh, great. Um, but it might be under my former name. So and that was? We'll send it to you later on. Um, your book is called <laughs> The World According to Aaron Kraskell. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what's See, you later. See you later. That's nice. That's okay. my catchphrase. It looks really nice. Like, it actually yeah, aesthetically it looks really nice. Mate, that, I mean, the, jumping out the phone is. We had to do it because I've done. I started my whole career and still now on a phone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up. Just Sorry. So, just so you know, I am actually trying to do that. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm walking um, away. No, uh. all I'm going to say, very in closing, that moment then, with yeah. the discomfort with your manager and all that sort of thing, that's yeah. what I'm interested in. So that, you know, when, ah, when we said earlier yeah, on about... the awkwardness. Not the interview. That's the bit I'm interested in, when something different happens and when... But it gives just me, to see how it plays out. It gives out. me adrenaline a little bit. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, what yeah. do I do now? Quick, hurry. you on stage then. Just go, honestly, you just go and get, get your bollock in and then decide how you react. Maybe sack him. I think it's going to be the other way around. So I don't know what. He can't. No, he can't give you shit because you pay his wages. Do, oh my god, that. this is going too far. No, no, no. You employ James. I'm trying to leave. Uh, James, I am trying to leave. This is when you drag me out of somewhere yeah, like yeah. this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you guys. Show must go on indeed, although we are running late. You right now? Sorry, there's just someone, yeah. I just gotta wait, why not? Sorry. Why not checks Twitter? Yeah, it's gonna be on our screen. Um another moment, please. Yes. If you would indulge me. Um another kind of pal that died. Not yes. really I mean not well, Sean Hughes died. Yeah, he did last week. Last yes. week. Um I'm kind of out the loop in terms of because we've been filming the Parapod movie. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was more exhausting than I actually even anticipated because it was like doing days and nights. It was like it was twenty four hour, very very full on. And I think we all, myself, Barry, and the crew, just just got completely out of the loop, out out of reality. We hadn't checked the news yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And I put petrol in the car and came back to the car. And Dodds was sort of like a little bit ashen, and he said, "Well, two things, and one was to do with the film, and the other one was, and also Sean Hughes has died." And it was a, 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 an odd sort of moment because it was like uh, my in, my reaction to it was, of course he's died. That really that really was sort of the feeling, which was an uncomfortable thing to feel. Yeah, kind of like Tang actually. I felt a similar thing. Well, of course he's died. Um, not dismissive of it, but it was like a, a thing yeah. with Sean of, oh yeah, well of course he has. Um, and it was a difficult one because I, I only worked with Sean a couple of times doing gigs, and I never found him anything other than pleasant, like utterly pleasant and utterly supportive and utterly, you know, he just a, a very very nice warm man. And I know he worked here for a while. And I know that there were uh, periods within the time that he was working here where I heard things from other people and saying that, you know, he, he, he didn't seem like he was happy here and he doesn't seem, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Um, and that uh, and that he was drinking again and he could stop drinking and then he was drinking again all the rest of it. And I never felt anything but kind of an empathy with Sean. I've never been a drinker, but I never felt anything but a sort of, I think I kind of felt like we, we were probably similar beasts in, in certain ways, uh, which is to say that... Um, to, to to other people, you might seem unreasonably demanding of in what you require from friends or what you require from loved ones or companions or whatever. Um, but to yourself, utterly justifiable, you know, in the way you think about it, utterly justifiable. Um, and I sort of 
didn't say anything about Sean on social media and that. I didn't want to be... I always resist doing that anyway, because mm. you never know how many people are going to do it. And if it's you and a handful of other people, you don't want to end up with your quote being on chores no. or something like that. Yeah. You know, the, I talked about it when that happened before. And I was like, that's not why I, was, I wasn't saying it for that reason. Mm. You know, I don't want to be... I don't want to run to social media on the off chance I can get in someone's obituary. Um, so then this... Uh, uh, it was Sean's funeral today, I believe. That's right, isn't it? And uh, and there was this article that was has been doing the rounds, and I don't want to give it that that much attention because it was in the Guardian, uh, written by a guy called Michael Han, uh, who who knew Sean was a mate mm -hmm. of him at, at some point, or whatever. And we've got it on the screen here now. And uh, there's been quite a reaction to the article. Now it's a difficult one for me this because I can read it and go, well, I, I see what the dude's saying. I see, I, I see what you're saying. I think the timing of that is fucking ridiculous. I think you know you don't do that when someone's still warm on a slab. You mm. sort of you know. It's uh, it's not the time to uh, to do something that could be perceived as putting the boot in. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say I don't think he's necessarily doing that. I think he is trying to paint a portrait of a very complex character, which Sean undoubtedly was. Um, but I think the timing's wrong, and I also think the sort of the slant of the article was wrong. But it was uh, there's a bit I wanted to read about it, which was it says the melancholic, wry, puppyish indie boy was part of who he was, but only part. He was also arrogant, selfish, demanding, and sometimes cruel. I know this because for several years during the 2000s I was close friends with him. Then a decade or so ago he stopped speaking to me because he felt I had not responded to his needs with sufficient vigor. In the past few years we began speaking again. I went to see his shows. We texted. We saw each other a couple of times. But my being cut off was nothing unusual. Um, this is a quote from an unnamed comedian. There was a long period where we were the closest people in the world, says one comedian who knew him in his first flush of fame. We'd go out five times a week, call each other three times a day, but everyone fell out with Sean because he always wanted them to be there for his purposes. Right. That, when I read that, really fucking hit home to me. Because... Because I, I think that could be describing me. Like, right. like genuinely. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I wanted to counter that with how it is from this side of the fence, okay? So when I read that, I was like, well, what what did you not do? So mm -hmm. what what did you, you know, what was the reason for that? What did you, what happened in your relationship that made him feel that way? What was, you, you know, you know I, I, I understand totally that I have certain expectations in my life which other people find unreasonable, right? I, th that's just a fact. But I still maintain they're not unreasonable. I still maintain that... Uh, things on trust, things on betrayal, things on um, uh, what your relationship is with someone. If someone said that, 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 if someone's promised you something and then does the opposite, I consider that a huge betrayal of trust, and I consider that to be something that, that warrants mm. no more. Right? You, you don't get me anymore. And that's always the thing that, in these flash moments, there are lots of people that I don't have a relationship with anymore that you used to be close to. Absolutely. Well, Ed, 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 totally. Me and Ed just don't speak to each other any, anymore at all. And it was kind of me that kind of put a line under that. Mm. And it wasn't a row, and it wasn't a fallout or anything like that. It was just, I just said to him, I, I, I just don't think it's it's helpful for you and I to be in touch because we are completely different people. To well, I, I considered him to be more of a different person to, to the person I knew. But I, I presume I was as well, because mm. I didn't really want to do the peak on gamma stuff that we've been doing. Yeah. So I, I I drew a line under that, and and Ed expressed um, at the time, as I recall, being kind of unhappy with that, and and kind of arguing that back. But the facts, in my eyes, spoke for themselves. It was like you know various things that won't ever be spoken about. But I was like, no, there's no going back from this. There's no going back from this. There's no going back from this, and I can't continue in that. In, in this friendship or whatever, mm. when those things have happened, 
Do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but when, when you said about um, somebody promising something, is it, yeah, yeah. Is it if they promised it, but they've tried to deliver, but it can't happen that you'd still talk uh, well, to them, or they've just not honestly, done... A, a myriad of different things. Right, okay. but, but all of us... I don't mean specific people, I mean yeah, just yeah, gem, no, no, generally. Yeah, generally. yeah, no, no. Yeah. No, Ed made me no promises. It wasn't, no. you know, it wasn't that. Um, so if we're on about that specifically... No, no, I was on yeah. about... Generally, when you said that, that term, if someone, if we've been promised something, I was thinking, well... Uh, if someone, if you've been promised something and someone's just gone, I'm not doing it, then I get it. But if, you, well, if well, they've uh, tried to yeah, do yeah, it... Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, I guess Ed was caught between a rock and a hard place because he was... Um, uh, he, he, I, I felt he was taking a different direction to the okay. one that we had established what, what we were and what we'd been. I felt like he was going at a, a, a real angle off that, which meant that what we were couldn't exist anymore because it, it would be compromised. Yeah. That's how I felt about okay. it. So it would be compromised by the direction he was taking for whatever reason he was taking it. So it was sort of like, you know, that those two things couldn't exist at the same time but then do you have to not speak to the person even if the two things are going off well I think when you, when you work I mean this, this isn't about me and Ed what no, I was no. about, but when you've worked that closely with someone it's very very difficult then to sort of to have two very different careers and by the way this isn't in terms of success or anything or what could be perceived as success it's not that it's about actually fundamentally what you're about and what you what you are and what you aren't mm -hmm. and there were certain things I felt that were things that we were or I thought we were, and I thought we were a team and were united in that, that then um, he, as his career progressed, that then was incongruous with what we were, right? right. Yeah. So it was that, that sort of stuff. So that's where I find it, that's where I find it difficult. Okay. <clears throat> and I think you do feel an air of, well, which, which is real? Which was the real person? Which was it the, the guy? Because I honestly see Ed as two different people, and it's, it's one of the most upsetting things in the world to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is. Yeah. If I hear an old podcast, a very old one, which I rarely do, but if I hear one, I don't know where that boy is. Like, oh. like do you know what I mean? I, I, I can't ring that boy right mm -hmm. now. I can only ring the person that he grew into. So that's where it's difficult. So when I read the thing about Sean, yeah. <clears throat> I very much felt that... There the were two sides to that story, and I didn't like the fact that one side of that story couldn't speak anymore, and sure. the other side of that story was flinging around words like, you know, selfish and arrogant and demanding and all mm -hmm. that. Whereas I sort of read it and, and thought, I bet he wasn't demanding. I bet it was just, well, I know that he was at certain points, but, but it's that thing of, I, I, I kind of, und I, I have real empathy with the Sean that's being portrayed in that. Yeah. As someone who felt. When you have kind of exacting standards, but that's just how you are, it's very difficult to maintain relationships. Yeah. And it's very difficult because you, um, because no matter how you get your head, no matter how accepting of things you get or how zen you get about things, you still have a moment of going, fucking someone else has done it. Right. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what Sean's relationship was with people in his life in terms of you know romantic relationships or anything like that. He always struck me as kind of a, a kind of a lonely guy, but mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. That's just what I, yeah. I got from him. I don't know if he was at all. Um, but I just felt that that's a conversation that should have been had when he was alive, not not in print after he died. No. And, and if that's what you think, fine. But if you'd have printed that two weeks ago, he might have sued the arse off you for that. Right. So and, I'm, I'm not sure why it was published in the time that it was or why it was published at all really is like I don't know what someone who maybe doesn't know him is going to take away from this article and reading that paragraph about him I I read the tweets first yeah yeah calling this guy out 
Oh, I haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you mean Michael Hahn? Michael yeah, Hahn, sorry, yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I read the tweets calling yes, yes, out the yeah, writer did, of the article yeah. first before I read the actual article. And when I read the article, I I felt like, okay, I, I, I can see what you're thinking and I can see why you're thinking it and I can see that you maybe feel slighted by him or that you maybe feel like, you know, this is stuff that you wanted to say. You know, you know, Have you been grieving? Well, who knows? Yeah, sometimes who, you do things that are well, that's why I'm, I'm kind of not going, going in kicking, really, as much as I can no. with this. Because it's like, I, I would imagine if you got Ed to come in here and talk about me, mm. you'd get a very different... Sure, there's always two sides. If, if you're speaking truthfully, or if you've got any ex of mine in here to talk about me, you'd get a very different conversation to the one that I would give you. Yeah. All I can say is my truth and what I feel and how I justify it to myself. And I'm not, a, I'm not um, generally speaking, a hating person. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm sort of like, with, with the situation with, with Ed, I'm kind of more, and I presume he would be as well, but maybe he is angry about it or whatever, I don't know. But I feel more... Um, kind of sad about it, but my main sadness is that thing I said that I, I don't think I don't think he exists anymore. Right. The person I knew, I don't know, but I don't think he does because even when we were chatting and stuff in real life, it felt like he was disappearing into in, into an, another person. But but that does happen with uh, relationships or friendships. Well, people fucking grow. Yeah, 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 no, they, no, absolutely. No, yeah, again, I, I must emphasize this isn't a criticism of no, him. No, no, this is me. Um, my difficulty with dealing with somebody who was changing or, or someone who was, you know, becoming... I mean, I guess there could be times when friends I've got now, if I suddenly go through a growth spurt, I mean, please, God, just <laughs> th like three more inches. But do you know what I mean? If I went through yeah. a, a different... Well, there might be people who knew me in Peacock and Gumble who now look at the PowerPoint and go, I can't really relate to that yeah, person. Yeah. Or see me doing something like wanky or like the, the mental podcast or something more serious who are like... There might be fans who, mm. quote-unquote fans, who go... I don't really like him being serious. I don't really like him talk. But it's like, well, that's just what I'm doing now. And they might then go, well, I'm kind of not going to really be a fan anymore. It's not really, I don't, you know, I like the old stuff. But I don't really, yeah. like, you know, that's, people do change and all the rest of it. But I just, I just felt we were on the same page. Okay. And then, you know, feet went off that page. And yeah, I was like, know. oh, shit, I've invested so much time in this. And I've put so much work into this. Felt a bit like that. Um, so I, I, I kind of wanted to sort of just readdress that article in that I get it I just think it's slightly unfair when someone's away to make big proclamations on, on how their mind works because it seems to me that because of the nature of the article that Michael Hans written about Sean Hughes that he perhaps didn't understand how Sean's mind worked either and mm. Sean's mind wasn't um, wrong nor was Michael and he's not wrong they're just different ways of being, and, and I, I empathise more with Sean when I read that. I go, I get it. I absolutely get it. I understand cutting people off. I understand... And, and, and it's not something you ever do lightly, by the way, from mm. my experience. I don't ever go, I'm never speaking to you again, and then on about my day. It's always mm. like, it, it has now come to that. And you put some thought into it as well. Yeah, it's totally. not a rash yeah. decision. M nine times out of ten. Yeah, yeah. There's other times where it's like, do you know what? I'm not fucking letting that cunt ever speak to me ever again. Yeah. But, yeah, generally speaking, it's kind of a... It's not a it's not a flippant blase thing that's cut someone out. You know, somebody that you know you've been very mm -hmm. close to that you've loved or whatever. It's it's not um, it's not something I think you can do lightly. No, and I have to say, you know, I've I've done it with people from my life. Yeah. And again, it's something that you have to weigh up. Like, I've known, and it's also sometimes there's a long. I've known this person for a really long time, but 
but is that enough to keep me in a relationship of any sort with that and it could be family it could be friends it could be anybody. yeah yeah, yeah. Do, at what point do i want to just not do this anymore it's 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 um it's easier if you hate them yeah it is uh, the indifference is a, or it's different when you've got a a love or a like for them but you ultimately yeah, yeah, yeah. see that i don't want this to continue yeah no it's, it, yeah. it would have been easier for me and well with ed it would have been easier for me if we had had a big row yeah, and we yeah. had fallen out um, if it wasn't something that was kind of a sad thing, it yeah. wasn't something that, was, that felt just kind of like I, I, I did. I just got to the point where I was like, when I'd get messages from him, and I, I, I just felt, felt like this is hurting me too much. This, this is like actually. And Ed used to say for years and years with me, he said, you know, I, I, I worry that one day I'll have to deal with you doing that to me when he yeah. see me do it with other people. And I was relatively certain that wouldn't be the case to right. me at, at that point. Yeah. Um, so. I don't. I don't know what his feelings are, but I, you know, I, I, he, he would be quite within his rights to be angry about it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also think he knew me for long enough, and we were close enough that he would. Is this something I should even be speaking about on the radio? It's probably up, not. Is to, it? Well, it's it's probably not. You say what you want to um, say. Yeah, but it's something I've sort of, you know, both neither of us have spoken about, have we? No. Um, okay, should we speak to should this we fucking get a guest on? UFO lunatic? Um, yeah. <laughs> Might have to edit the podcast. What? What to take out? No, yeah, I don't, I just don't know if I should be speaking about stuff like that publicly. Okay. I think you caught me off guard. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I think you did. I think. I think you're very. I think you manipulated the I, situation. Sure. Yeah. How no, but you know that? what I mean, though. I don't. I, sort I, didn't, of feel like, I, I don't lead you into anything. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, but you know, can you understand what my concern is about speaking about? Uh, it? It, again, if if he has another right to reply, I guess as well. Would it be? Well, it's not the right to reply. But, oh, yeah, but, but it's, not. It's, but it's that. It's that feeling of that. Um, I'm, I'm kind of trying to relate it to Sean. Yes. Um, and it's because I, again, I use that word again. I just, when I read that, I empathised more with Sean far more than I ever did when I ever met him. You know, because I only ever found him lovely. Right. Because I gigged with Do him. You have to edit this lovely. bit out as well because you just said yeah, about got, editing. Um, yeah, so now there's yeah. like so much editing. It's got all, all be music, mate. All be music. Let's start from now. Um, okay. Welcome back, <laughs> Ian so, Boldsworth. I was so tempted then to say something libelous. No, <laughs> we're you live as well. We are. We are live. Um, so, we're joined now on the telephone by Alan Godfrey. Alan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. It's, it's been, um, I, I may have spoken out of turn in this show so far, so, I don't, I'm, I don't think so I'm trying to work out if I have or not. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, you've got me at a good time because you've got me slightly rattled. Oh, that's okay then. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, where are you from, Alan? Uh, Lancashire. Whereabouts? Uh, place called Little Villa near Rochdale. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Um, what I'm going to uh, do, if it's all right with you, um, I'll just give you a little bit of background about me if you don't know. I actually, as well as this show, I do a, a show called The Parapod, um, which is about, it started to be, it was about ghosts originally, and then it was about mysteries and conspiracies and, uh, conspiracies and things like that later on. So I'm coming from a very um, ultra-sceptical point of view. So, yeah, well, that's your prerogative. Yep, yep. Anything out, anything out of the ordinary, I'm ultra-sceptical and kind of analytical and critical thinking and all that sort of stuff. But the guy that I do the podcast with is a comedian called Barry Dodds, who I think um, is kind of better equipped than me to talk to you about your experiences. Um, so I've, I've actually got him on the other line at the moment. Are you there, Barry? Hi, yeah. Um, oh, God. All right, mate. <laughs> um, are you Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I'm speaking to Alan Godfrey at the moment, Barry. He's an ex-policeman who was, ab- who was abducted by aliens 37 years ago. Okay. Excuse me for laughing, but go on. Yeah. 
Is that is that is that not correct, Alan? I've got it wrong. Well, people get confused. The I have no conscious memory of being abducted by aliens. Okay. What happened on the night? Apparently, there was a time lapse from me seeing the object on the road blocking the road, and about a year later, I, w I was asked to go under hypnotic regression, and it was during those hypnotic regression sessions that I came out with this story of being abducted. Whether it's true or whether it's not, I have absolutely no idea. Some people like to think it's true that I was abducted. Some people think it's, it was a pigment of the imagination. I personally have no, no recollection of it. So what's your feeling? What, what's your, what do you wear towards, Alan? Do you think it is or, that, that you were or you weren't? Well, after 37 years, there's an old saying, you get wiser as you get older. Yeah. I, I honestly think Did it was probably it? something uh, from the encounter that I had with the UFO uh, and up to the government being hypnotised. I did read a few books on uh, Betty and Barneal and one or two others that had been, allegedly had been abducted. And perhaps while I was under hypnosis, it somehow got mixed up in me, in the old box, and uh, I came out with that story. Whether it's true or not, I have no idea, to be perfectly honest with you. OK. Barry, do you have any questions on this? Yeah. I, I mean, the first one, the first thing that I would ask is, is what is your beliefs on UFOs and aliens? And what, what were they before you found out, and what are they now? Well, I had no... Uh, views on it one way or the other, I've just liked Joe Public, uh, I've obviously seen Star Wars and things like that. I've seen Star Wars, it's brilliant, isn't it? Well, I've, I only have watched the first episode, I didn't oh. think much of it, but there oh. you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I believe that they, they are there because they've been around for thousands and thousands of years, and uh, if people believe that uh, an extraterrestrial came down to Earth, 2,000 years ago, an impregnated a virgin married woman whose child grew up to turn water in the wine, oh, men blind men see, yeah. who am I to disbelieve it? That's fair, But actually. it's not, but that, I don't think that story, that such happened. as it is, is that it was an alien that did it, right? Well, what is, what is an alien? It's an extraterrestrial. What, is, what was an angel? Extraterrestrial. What wasn't of this earth, so there you go. I see. Barry? <laughs> So, so what, what actually happened? What, when, you were, when you were having the regression done, what, what did <coughs> right, well, all happening? Basically, uh, it was the early hours of the morning. I was patrolling the, uh, the local town of Todmorden, where I was stationed at the time. Uh, oh, you're that bloke! <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, what do you brilliant. mean, Barry? Right. What do you mean? I, I, know, I know who you are. I know who you Who's are now. Alan oh, Godfrey. Sorry. Alan Godfrey. Sorry. What do you mean you don't know? You know who I am now. I, I don't. I'm sorry. No, I mean <laughs> what, what what I mean is is I I didn't realize because I've heard this story. I didn't realize that you were that guy in that story. Well, there you go. You see, you should read about me before you start talking to me. <laughs> I was running about. Yeah, can, can, can I just, Alan? Alan, Alan, didn't know Alan can I say? Uh, can I just say? Uh, I rarely do this, but in Barry's defence. I have literally just had the idea to phone him just now, and I got someone else to do it. So Barry wasn't actually—he he didn't know he was going to be speaking to you today. It's, it's, bit, it's, it's a surprise to Barry. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, 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 I'm speaking to Barry. I don't think we've ever met, have we, Barry? I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe <laughs> one day I'll get regrets and find out, you know. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, I know. So I know who you are now. Um, <laughs> but, so. 
sorry, sorry for interrupting you, Alan. Sorry. For okay, you. don't worry. No worries. So, right, I was... <laughs> in 1980, I was driving the police car through the town of Todmorden. The earlier that morning, we'd been up on the local council estate looking for some cows that had been reported missing and roaming around that estate. <coughs> and about five o'clock the same morning, I was going back up to that estate to see where, if we could locate these cows. Went up in front of me, blocking the maiden road through Dombardon, was an object. It was hovering just above the ground, and uh, it was about 20 foot wide, 14 feet high. It was a diamond-shaped object. The, uh, the dead leaves, because it was November, all the dead leaves that were on the road surface were swirling round it. And as I'm sat there looking at it in total disbelief, I uh, wonder what the hell I were looking at. Uh, I tried to contact our radio headquarters, both by the personal radios that we carried and the car radio, and I simply, it would, they were both dead. I picked up my uh, clipboard that we use for road accidents, to, started to do, draw the object, so I had a, a conscious memory of it, and then there was a big white flash. You know when you've been to a party and you're in a dark room and somebody takes a photo with a flash on it? Well, if you multiply that by, I don't know, 100,000 times, whatever, the thing, everything just went white. And then when it... When it, I got my senses back, it had gone and I was driving the police car further up the road. And it transpires through people that interviewed me that uh, I had a missing time lapse, apparently. Uh, and that's when, like I say, a year later, we, I went under hypnotic regression and apparently, within that time lapse, uh, I, I came out with this fantastic story about being abducted. But as I said before, I've no mm. conscious memory of it. Just to address... So whether it's true or not. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, I decided after years and years and years within the job of being ridiculed and what started out as a, a trivial vendetta escalated over the years into a point where in 1984 uh, I found that somebody brought me into my locker and placed uh, contraband in there I'm at, thankfully, one of my colleagues had seen it, and uh, I took it out the following morning. My locker was searched, and thankfully, obviously, nothing was in it. But had it had I not known about it the night before, uh, I could have ended up in prison. So, was this was this as a reaction to the claims that you, well, whatever, to the story that you were telling? Was that as a reaction to that that somebody? It, uh, it escalated from 1980 over the following years up to 1984 all sorts of things that I were having done to me. They sent me to a, a psychiatric hospital that tried to get me certified, but uh, the psychiatrist, that the two, there were two psychiatrists <coughs> that was interviewing me, realised that uh, they'd been sent on a wild goose chase. There was right. actually nothing up with me. Um, but that was just one thing. Then there was plenty, plenty more. It's all in the book yeah, well, uh, well, that the they started to write. The book's called Who or What Were They? <coughs> yeah, yeah, you you can buy the book on eBay uh, under that title, Who or What Were They? Yeah. And I get the order and I, I sign them and send them out. The, I did a book signing last weekend and it was a complete sellout. I'd sold over 300 books. Oh, that's good. That's and I've sold, already sold another 100 books on eBay and 
orders are coming in now from around the world from people that know of the story previously. So, uh, so Alan, do, do, do you mind, do you mind me asking? Is. Sorry, it's all right. Here, here he yeah. comes, here he is. <laughs> Hang on, who am I talking to? Barry. That's Barry, that. Barry. It's Hi, Barry. Barry. Hi, Alan. Hi. Um, so, obviously, you, you, you had your experience and then you, and then you talked about it. And then, as you say, life was made a bit difficult for you by, by colleagues and things like that. Also, so shifted, ever, also shifted a shitload of books, by the way. Go on. But yeah. do you ever regret telling telling that story, or do you wish you just kept it to yourself for the sake of an easier life? Well, it's easy to look at in hindsight. At the time, I thought I was doing the right thing. There was an object blocking a manger all in Topperton, and... I had to report it, basically, uh, but it was the aftermath of, report, of reporting that. It transpired that three officers in Halifax had had a similar experience. I, had to, I was told it was on the same night, but apparently it was the week before. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the and same two night And police that, officers in Littleborough, which is where I now live, uh, they saw a, the, an object of similar description on the same night. So... I, I had to report it. I had no alternative. Barry oh, was... Uh, um, Alan? Yes, hello. Barry, it's Ian now. Barry was regressed once, and he found out that he was a bugle boy in a marching band. Yeah, well, you know, perhaps he was, was he? I have no idea. Yeah. Barry? Was he in the bugle boy in the marching band, Barry? Um... I've, I've no idea because the thing is, is when you get hypnotised and you put, get put into these sort of into the state where they do the regression on you. I mean, because like, I'm a believer in, the, in this sort of thing, I, I genuinely am. Um, but I got the feeling that when you're being put into that state, when you're deeply relaxed and somebody is sort of flicking the switches in your brain, you're really, really suggestible, and they could, you're sort of in a dreamlike state. Yes, I have to agree with you there. Sorry, I, just, I do sorry, agree with you. Sorry, I cut, I cut a button, cut a button, sorry. Hi, I'm like you. Uh, I'd never done hypnotic regression before. I did uh, four <laughs> sessions, two with, with separate psychiatrists. Uh, one was a professor at Manchester University, and one was a, uh, a, a professor of psychiatry for the Greater Manchester Police, and they were done under clinical procedures, you know, was wired up to all these wire things, and they were done properly, they weren't like a stage hypnotist or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Oh, but mine was. Even <laughs> so, even so uh, what you say under hypnosis, when, I don't think anybody knows whether you're telling the truth or not. Well, All I can say is that I have no conscious memory of being abducted. I certainly have a conscious memory of seeing the object. Yeah. As, as other people had seen as well that night. Can I ask a question to both of you? Do, do you recall um, any dreams you've ever had, ever? Uh, yeah, both. Yeah, Barry does. And Alan, do you, you remember that... You, you mean dreams? And, any dreams. So when you go to sleep at night, you have a dream, can you remember... You don't have to say what they are. No, no, no. I, I see where you're coming from. Uh Sometimes a bit vague, but no, not really. Oh no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm genuinely not coming from anywhere specifically about your it's story. It's okay. I, I, honestly, I'm probably like everybody else. You can never remember falling asleep, but you can always remember waking up. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. My my issue with reg regression in hyp hypnosis is that regression in hypnosis 
um, by its definition, reawakens memories that you have have buried. So, so in in terms of how it's set out to be as a thing, it reawakens um, memories from past lives. That's what they're saying it is. Okay. Well, exactly. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. It might have really happened. Yeah. I might have been abducted, and I was reliving a real event. Yep. With the same breath, I have no conscious memory yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah. Follow where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, abso absolutely. I totally understand. I, I, I get that, Alan. But what I'm saying is, is regression. And I'm not saying this is what's happened, but I'm saying this as a point. Regression mm. would reawaken. I know there's dreams that I've had in my life. <clears throat> there are number plates that I've remembered at certain points because I thought something was going on there that are now gone. If you ask me to, rem if you ask me to remember them now, I couldn't remember them. I couldn't say what they were now. But I could be put under hypnosis, and it may unlock that memory because it was a stored memory. Well, I, I have to agree with you to that extent because a lot of uh, people that's gone under, you know, like abuse, who's been yeah. abused as children and stuff, they get uh, regressed by clinical psychiatrists under the supervision yeah. of the police, etc. And, you know, they relive it. So but, it, but there, there it is obviously does work, but all I'm saying is I no conscious memory of what yeah, I yeah, said yeah, under yeah, 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 no, we're agreeing, but there is yeah. also a school of thought um, with, with quite a lot of weight behind it, where I don't know where it stands in the criminal justice system at the moment, but I know for a period of time where regressed memories that were done under hypnosis, particularly in relation to what you were talking about, to child abuse and things yeah. like that, were considered non-admissible non in court cases and non-admissible in, in, as evidence because there is a very, very heavy, well-thought-out school of thought that says that memories can be created, that things that never happened can, can seem to be that they definitely did happen. Um, yes, I, I have to agree with you so there, yeah. It, it was unreliable evidence. And, and one of the school of thoughts that was put forward in that is that people were being regressed and were actually remembering dreams. So they were actually remembering things that they had just dreamt as a real memory. Yes, well, in the book, I, I cover the uh, hypnotic regressions. Yeah. And I remember following those regressions yeah. on my way home and things like that uh, I, I was violently sick and I and when I went to bed then on the nights that I'd been there I had these horrible dreams of these faces and the typical alien face if you know what I mean now was I remembering something that I'd been hypnotised with or oh, I have no idea but that's what happened and I put it all in the book and what I've done I've decided to let the readers decide okay you know, which let them decide, did it really happen yeah. or didn't it happen? And uh, that's all you can do, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, well, I'm well, not well, trying to convince anybody one way or the other. Well, I'm going to leave that to the readers yeah, of the pr book. Probably the best way of doing it as well, because it means that you, you don't appear to have a... a um What's the word? A uh, you, your own agenda with it. If, if you are doing it, open, oh, that's open, true. Yeah, I, I am. Got all the other things that happened to me as well. That's in the book. Uh, Again, people might think, "Good God, that never happened." Yeah, believe you me, it did. But again, I should, right at the end of the book, I do one of the last chapters is Back to the Future, okay. where where I'm speaking as from today. Right, and I am, and I analyse everything that that happened, and I put my own answers to it. Okay, and then I put at the bottom, you know, I'd like to know what you think. Okay, marvelous. Well, yeah. look, it sounds ace, man. Barry, just stay on the line for a sec. Um, Alan, that's yes. thanks for joining us today. And the book's called Who or What Were They uh, by, yes, by Alan Godfrey. Yes, it's called Who or What Were They. If they enter it into the eBay search engine, my book will come up. 
I will personally sign the book and post it on to the people. Marvellous. Alan, thanks so much for joining us, man. Well, thank you for having me on. All Have a nice day. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. That was Alan Godfrey. Barry, still there? Yeah. What do you reckon? Has he got a book out? <laughs> he has, yeah. What? Get it Why? on eBay. <laughs> to, um, I'm not taking the piss out of him at all. And I, I know now you are. But, I'm but, checking in case he means Amazon. He perhaps does mean Amazon. I wonder if he able, means Amazon. To find it on, he, online I didn't somewhere. want to say that then. Um, I, I just, I've only got a few minutes, mate. I just wanted to just say hello because I've not oh. spoke to you since like Friday or Thursday or something. Yes, we need. So you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Not bad. How are you? He means Amazon. Amazon, he meant. I think. It's on Amazon oh. anyway, that book. Um, yeah, I'm okay. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm all right, all right. Just about to just get in the bath and just try to sort this knee out still. Dirty boy. Um, I've had a difficult show today because, um, well, for various reasons, but one of the main reasons has been that I... Because normally I come in and just talk about what I've been up to, and, I, and I've, I've not been able to come in today and talk about what I've been up to. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I was nervous when I was speaking to that bloke, because, yeah. you know, you don't want to say anything, do you? Well, yeah, well, there's something that we that we filmed this week that's kind of would have, would have been relevant to what we were talking about. Completely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is, uh, that was what why my heart sank a little bit when I saw his name on the on the sheet today. Not because of him, because I was like, oh, God, I've been dealing with that this week anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. But overall, without giving anything away, how do you feel about the filming that we've done this week? Um... Oh, it, it, it doesn't sound it good, was, does it? <laughs> it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. For what reason? Just knackering, isn't it? And yeah. like the, you know, the hours and mm. and you, you know, obviously certain things that that have happened. Yeah. Um. Have, have, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. No, you, you've had you've had quite speak. the week for for various reasons. Yeah. Um. And it was we were working like twenty hour days really, but for ourselves yeah. and the crew and stuff, it was it was very full on. Yeah, just long and tiring, and you know everyone getting grumpy and wanting to sleep, and you know it's just. I don't. I don't recall anyone but you getting grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I can. I can remember one time where you got very grumpy, and I made them carry on filming because it was amusing me when you were. But you, you were dealing. You were carrying, um, a lot of things, and you had a lot of things on you, and you were getting very arsy indeed, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you were you were, you were you were you were in a corner. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a corner, having every fucking button push possible. Yeah, <laughs> I to recall. Yeah, I remember that being very funny. And I, I also remember the last thing that we shot this week, um, also being tremendously funny as well. And it, but it but it probably did your knee no good. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. It, it's um, all it's all a blur. Oh yeah, you, yeah. I you know. change speed. <laughs> Yeah. You change speed very fast. <laughs> um, and, but I'll but I, I tell you what I feel about what we filmed this week, is I feel that I am surprised at what we filmed. Uh, in terms of what, in terms of what I thought we were going to be filming. We did film that as well, but I'm also surprised at some of the emotions and some of the experiences and some of the um, situations that we found ourselves in. I'm I, is not is kind of not what I predicted as, as director. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it, feel, it almost feels like a different thing now. Does that make sense? Yeah, to a degree. I think it, no, I, I I agree with that. I think it depends on how which direction we're going with it. But I think that it's retained what it was meant to be, or what it, we thought it was going to be, rather not what it was meant to be. I think it's retained mm. that. But I think we have been thrown. And by the way, not not necessarily the curveballs that people might presume they were. I think we've been yeah. thrown curveballs this week by just how it's played out. 
that have made it into um, a very layered piece. A very layered piece of... Uh, uh, it, it's not as straightforward as a film as I think we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, just... I've never slept like it since I've been back. Really? Have you managed it? <laughs> how scripted yeah. is it, please? Got I've got a question. Like, How scripted is the film? And how much what, is it? Script? There's no script. Oh, I thought there would be some sort of loose script. Uh, or no, is it just there, there are, I keep referring to them as tent pegs. Okay. I keep saying there are tent pegs that, that we do, that so we do little bits that, that we drape the rest, we, that we put the tent on. Okay. Um, but there's no, we don't have any Actual, lines to okay, say fine. at all. Okay. That's, that's right, isn't it? I've not learned any lines if it was meant to. Have you been learning lines, Barry? (laughs) Did you learn your lines, Barry, for the film? I could have done with a couple of lines one of the mornings. I was shattered. (laughs) Um, I spent... One of the things that we didn't film was one of the funniest nights of my life. Like, genuinely. Do you remember the night when we stayed in the B&B? Yeah. And it was was myself, yourself, and the director of photography shared a room. And you you two were both on drugs. We took drugs. (laughs) What, um, night nurse, were, I imagine? No, they were on codeine, both of them. Oh, right, one of them yeah. didn't need the codeine. Barry needed the codeine, the other one didn't need the codeine. Oh. Um, and I was on melatonin. Oh, okay. And the way that we, we drifted off to sleep over, I reckon, four hours, but it was like being at scout camp or something. We just all kept saying things and then laughing for ages and ages. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, was, it was quite trippy, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was funny, though, man, that night. That was really funny. Would have been worth filming that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, that be the toilet. you asked you <laughs> you asked the cameraman how does he get the outside world inside on the film? Fair no, question. I didn't. Fair he question. Did. He went. Can I ask a question about cameras? And and then he went. How would you make all the outside go on the film inside the camera? Oh, but I did not say that. Didn't, didn't say that. That's what you're I, misremembering. That's what I said. That's what I said. You were trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look. I've got to wrap up, dude, because Sarah yeah. Mai's coming on now with it. Yeah, with thanks for letting me speak to her. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I got proper excited. Yeah, yeah. I've heard this story before. There you go. Well, that's a little treat. You can have your bath now. You can do whatever dirty boys do in the bath. Will do. Right. Yeah. See you later. See bye now. Bye. bye. Nah, he said bye. You don't have your headphones on. Bye, Barry. Um, thanks for joining us today. We're Cher uh, Sarah Mai's coming up now. Um, stay tuned for that, and I shall see you again next week. Thanks. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.